Albuquerque's macro-aggression, Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk. Friday afternoon, I'm Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk, on AM 1600, KIVA, ABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com. 550-5500 is the number that you're going to call and text in this afternoon. It's going to be pretty much Virgin Galactic, Prince Andrew, Jeffrey Epstein, and all of that stuff. Uh, KRQE really thought that they were ahead of the curve on all this stuff. It's like they're reporting news from a year and a half ago. We need out Muska, our number one, sir. How are you? Uh, special announcement, special announcement. By order of the governor, Michelle Lujan Grisham, the state fully supports businesses and oh. workplaces that may continue to require masks for employees mm. and or customers on the premises, regardless of vaccination status. Ah, there it is. Uh, mask up, baby. We got our uh, uh, for June. Oh, we got our mask T-shirt coming out. You guys like my murder mic? How's the murder mic looking? So uh, you like the murder mic? Are they all in black or? Uh, it's all black, oh, black yellow and black. We we did we went uh, Albuquerque disunited <laughs> on this. We just like uh, show up at there and show uh, murder mic uh, right there. We're at fifty three, folks. Fifty three murders on the year. We will check at the bottom of hour number two and uh, go ahead and uh, check in with uh, murder Mike. Beautiful shirt. Look at look at the back. Look at the back, huh? Oh, the whole, oh, the whole logo. Nice. Oh, that, huh? Black nice. and yellow. There we go. Uh, as yellow. a highly valued uh, non-employee of this there media empire, where oh. is my uh, uh, shirt, Mr. Aragon? Uh, well, hey, uh, I'll, I'll pay $25 like everyone else. Uh, we're, <laughs> we're selling them. We're slinging that stuff. The, the D-Dowd, or excuse me, the, the Dow 3000. We got a... We got a coming. We got to ship a ship a couple of those to Scotland. Yes, we do. <laughs> Scotland Yard. But uh, very quickly, just as a review, you might remember a couple of days ago, and thanks to everybody who plugged in for yesterday's broadcast, uh, we are live on Roku, Amazon Fire, and Apple TV. A lot of people upset they weren't able to pull us up on the TV yesterday. Well, we uh, had a special uh, edition where we were focused on, uh, focused on, excuse me, uh, Yeadon, uh, his before, his after. Uh, his uh, mRNA vax and all that stuff. So we got that. We did not record the program, so we will upload that and get that all. Uh, we're about ninety nine percent up to capacity. Would you say? Oh, we're 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 doing well. We're doing well. Most importantly, the subscribers. Maybe not most importantly, but it is important that all you subscribers out there, you're getting your content again. You're getting mm. your daily blast and a blast. new piece today uh, on the stupidity of Martin Heinrich. Maybe we'll have time for that later. Uh, well, well, let's uh, let's hang around that on Monday. I oh, think okay. that'd be probably the the best thing to do that is, um, you know, we're embarking on the month of June, which will have the CD1 election. We'll be looking at that. A lot of people not paying attention to that election. We do have Mark Morris's, uh come Two back. weeks from Tuesday, are you talking? Yeah. You're talking two weeks from Tuesday? You know how many people have voted? Republicans, 400. Democrat, you pull those numbers up. I know, oh, you, oh. I know. You, Maggie pull, has them. No, no, I know. Yeah, they're day to day number of people of early voting. Uh, people have not been showing up to the polls. So uh, there you are, and uh, Bob's your uncle, uh, as we say. So let me tell you, this whole entire year is going to be dominated by the number of murders that are here in the Albuquerque metro area. Fifty-three, fifty-three by our count. Murder Mike uh, has that update. That accident. Remember I was talking about the car flipping over, you know, uh, being parked right up against the nudge, a little, I don't even know what you call that, little crevice 
there at the corner of I-40 and Carlisle. And Mike was describing how a car flew into the ditch, into the embankment over that. And we were like, well, how did that happen? Well, it turns out the two people inside. Now, it took state police more than a week to report this. The state police station was located right there by that uh, some sort of world's worst barbecue. barbecue. World's worst barbecue right there. And that vehicle had two victims inside, both with gunshot wounds. It's a full moon out. What's going on? It's an incredibly bloody week here in the state of New Mexico. The city of Albuquerque, to be specific. It does not look good. So uh, we are on pace for 128 murders on the year. That's what we're on pace. It's May 14th. We've got 53 murders. When I talked to, let me just say, quote, unquote, an officer, we only counted one of those murders at the Albuquerque Sunport. Do you remember when that happened, Dowd? Wait a minute. We, we were first. Oh, right? because technically the only one occurred within the jurisdiction. Yeah, yeah. So, so they know enough to say that those people were chopped up and put in, in, in grants. Two additional people, actually three additional people, they counted those numbers. So if we actually counted those three additional people, which we are not, we're not counting those, we would be at 56, which would put us on pace for 134. All right, very quickly, by contrast, I gotta, you got to love the Murder Mike t-shirt right here. It's so beautiful. Uh, uh, represent timely. Look at that. I, I will not feel mm-hmm. shame if the Murder Mike t-shirts outsell the Dow 3000 sheets. <laughs> People love Murder Mike. <laughs> they absolutely do. Yeah, he's uh, he's a funny guy. So, if you look at the entirety of this year going to what New Mexico will possibly... We're on pace for 134. Do you know how many murders were in the entire city of Phoenix, Arizona? You can't tell me it's bigger. It's less than that. In, in it is re- less than that. Wow. That is a city that is exactly 12 times, is that, is that, is it 4 million, right? Sorry. Uh, eight times wow. the size of Albuquerque. Arizona grew in Albuquerque, right? You might remember that report that I put out during that time? 529,000 people between 2013 and 2018. Metro population is 4.9 million. 4.9 million. Okay. So I, I guess uh, we were on 10 times. Phoenix is 10 times the size of Albuquerque, New Mexico. Do they have 10 times the murder rate? No. In fact, if you look at Phoenix, the entire city of Phoenix is all green. Now, the reason why we compare Arizona and New Mexico isn't having to do with anything regarding Phoenix and Albuquerque. has more to do with the fact that both states are about the same age. February 14th, uh, 1912. For uh, for uh, Arizona, we are January sixth, nineteen twelve. We're a little bit older. That our, our a little younger brother there over in Arizona, doing a hell of a lot better than we are. Fastest growing city, I believe, of the aughts and the twenty tens was now the fourth largest metropolis in the entire country, which is Phoenix, Arizona. You would think that boy, crime would be rampant, but it's just not. It's just not there. We're in a sad situation here in the city of Albuquerque. What's driving it? I don't know. But I would say, if someone asked me and they said, oh, what's the reason why you're coming up with the number of murders here in the city of Albuquerque? And I'd say very easily, it's policy. 
It's all policy. It's driven by what you allow the criminals to do. It is as simple as that. Uh, just quickly, Eddie, I yes, happen sir. to be reading literally at lunch an hour ago or two hours ago, the enabling legislation President William Howard Taft signed into law the statehood of New Mexico on January 6, 1912. His comment was, well, it's all over. I'm glad to give you life. I hope you will be healthy. Wow. Over 100 years later, are we healthy? No, absolutely not. This is the worst state on a per capita basis in terms of the numbers uh, of murders per capita in the entire country right now. Did you know that? Did you know if you go by uh, city by city, we outdo Oakland, we outdo Chicago. Chicago, very populous place. Albuquerque, New Mexico, the worst place in the country because you allow it and you want it. Uh, Dowd, uh, you know, since they're going to make CD1 <laughs> entirely about crime for some reason, I guess these people go to Washington, D.C. to fix crime in the city of Albuquerque. How does that happen? I, I kind of understand. How many people have actually voted? The number's out. Uh, do we have any? Uh, yeah, this is a couple days old, but the uh, Secretary uh, the uh, Secretary of State was reporting, because we do have different jurisdictions here. So we got Bernalillo County, Torrance, and part of Santa Fe and Valencia counties. Over 1,000 Democrats have voted early voting, only 400 Republicans, and 150 of declined to state or other parties. Ah, there you go. Boy, glad you got the candidates who could really motivate you. What do you say? We had 10 times that many people who are listening right now here in the Kiva. I'd say so here. Thanks, everybody, for listening in the Kiva. Oh, this is uh, my, my, uh, <laughs> my, my song from a, a few days ago. That I was uh, that, I, that I put up there. We're going to run to a quick break. Thanks everybody for listening right here on the Kiva AM sixteen hundred KIVA ABQ FM. Nothing but Epstein. Nothing but uh, Virgin Galactic. We'll do all that next right after a break. When it comes to vehicle maintenance and repair, you want a place where you can be sure you're going to get reliable, honest, and quality service. A place where a credentialed automotive expert will work on your vehicle and explain exactly what needs to be done, and at a fair and honest price. And so important, where you won't. Don't be charged for parts and unnecessary service you may not even need. Now, where's this place? JJ's Premier Tire and Service, a one-stop shop for all your auto needs. Alignments, oil changes, brakes, computerized diagnostics, tune-ups, suspension, air conditioning, and more. And JJ's, the tire dealer for all major brands, including Michelin, Firestone, and Goodyear. Hi, I'm JJ, and we've built our reputation on honest, fair-priced auto repair. We promise you excellent auto service, and we treat our customers the way we want to be treated. Trust JJ's Premier Tire and Service on San Antonio, just west of Wyoming. Call 821-5771. The cooler temperatures are finally here. That's good news for you, because the best prices of the year are now. I'm Eddie Aragon, and I have just the guy for you. He's Mario from Axiom Home Services, with over 40 years of experience. He'll come out to your home and show you the best refrigerated air conditioning options for your home and family. Don't miss the lowest prices of the season. Call now, 792-9742. That's 792-9742, or axiomhvac.com. Remember to ask for train, unstoppable in any season. Life spring at Salon Helena with Albuquerque's Healthy Salt Spa. 30 minutes in this salt spa can alleviate symptoms from asthma and bronchitis, improve symptoms from colds, flu, and sinus infection. See more. iBreatheSalt.com. People from all over come to Albuquerque to visit Old Town's historic Candy Lady. Whether in the mood for a special treat or looking for that perfect gift, our patrons will find assortments from chocolates, glazed fruit, fudge cakes, hard candies, local New Mexico flavors, and even unexpected treats. Check out the Candy Lady at CandyLady.com. 
Want the honesty, affordability, and reliability of a household plumber without the crack? Call Rogers Plumbing and Heating, family-owned and operated since 1973, for all your plumbing needs. Reaching Albuquerque, Baylor, Moriarty, Santa Fe, New Laguna, Pueblo, and anywhere in between. Rogers Plumbing and Heating is not only fast and reliable service, being family-owned and operated since 1973 means they always put their customers first and hold each of their employees to the highest moral, professional, and ethical standards. So when you need a fix without the crack, call Rogers Plumbing and Heating at 243-9703. Looking for a full-service landscaping company that can design, build, and maintain your landscape? True West Landscape is the company for you. Whether you are a property manager or homeowner looking for that quality weekly service, True West is here to help. Contact the True West team of professionals today so we can show you our quality service options at 505-395-7770, 505-395-7770, or visit online at truewestgroup.com. This is Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you to help your business. And right now, businesses are in desperate need of cash flow. Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution. Michael Trujillo has that solution. Host of Your Money Matters, 1130 a.m. on Saturday. Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call, and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we also have over a hundred lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide these loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home, software development firms, engineering firm, plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. 856-1171. or you can email him directly, Michael at MichaelTrujillo.com. That's Michael at MichaelTrujillo.com. All right, it is time to put things together, starting with the weather. Boy, interesting how all of a sudden the dust storm is gone. Uh, still a little windy, I do get that. And I got to tell you, not too bad right now, temp-wise, 84 degrees in Rio Rancho. At uh, ABQ Uptown, it is 85 and 87 at the Rock of Talk. Traffic-wise, some good news. I-40 eastbound, that accident we had at A Street. They did get it out of the right lane. Traffic back to regular there. And cleared the accident westbound I-40, right between Carlisle and University. Now it is just extremely bulky right now. No accidents, just a very slow trip. I-25 southbound as you wind your way from Osuna to uh, Montgomery. And, of course, we've got slow traffic on Paseo del Norte east and westbound uh, between Barstow and I-25. It does seem to break free right there to Wyoming, maybe an accident there. We have the Rock of Talk t-shirts and we have the Murder Mike t-shirts. You're right, all in black, and we're ready to go. Uh, I've got to tell you, we're at Monty Cigar Shop. This is on San Mateo, just north of Comanche. A great humidor. When you come, I know you're coming for the T-shirts. I know you're coming for the cigars. But make sure you say, hey, I want to see that humidor, the biggest one in the southwest. Monty Cigar Shop, San Mateo, just north of Comanche. Hey, Rudy, very quickly. Uh, Rudy, let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Hey, Rudy, very quickly before we uh, jump back in, I just wanted to ask you, uh, we have Murder Mike, we have Red, White, and Blue Rock of Talk. Is, is that correct? Or Red, Black, and no Blue? White. We have Red, Blue, and Black Rock Red, of Blue, Talk. and Black, okay. And so you've got and plenty. And Murder Mike's all in black. Okay, yeah. That's 100% black and uh, yellow. So uh, please go, go on over. 3636 San Mateo. For those of you who, who are looking for it, just make a right. If you're headed east, 
on Montgomery on San Mateo, which is probably the most convenient way to get there. Or you can uh, go directly towards San Mateo as you approach Montgomery, and it's located on the east, or that would be your right side if you're driving in that direction. And uh, go check out things over at uh, um, Monty's Monty Cigar Shop. Uh, and, and let me, can I make a recommendation? Uh, I don't know if uh, Monty has any of these left, but uh, Matt uh, has this Davidoff White Cigar. If you've never tried a cigar and you want to just try it for your first time, I think it's like $20, $25 a stick. It's worth every dollar. You will absolutely love it. And uh, hang out over there, uh, enjoy yourself a smoke, and uh, relax there here and uh hey in a in a maskless society going forward right i think that's uh, kind of where we're where we're going thanks rudy we'll exactly. check back with yeah, you right at the white you're gonna ask for that that's it uh, ask for that one all right uh here we go let's uh directly into the rock of talk i know you should have somehow realized what you gotta do i don't believe that anybody feels the way i do about you now right here on a Friday afternoon on AM 600 KIVA and ABQ.FM. Uh, when did they break up? The brothers broke up, right? That's uh, kind of an odd uh, compound for that. I think it was the late 90s. I think they've been broken up for... I don't, I don't know where the Gallagher, Gallagher brothers are right now, but they probably are fighting wherever they are. <laughs> uh, let's see. Infamously always fighting. Uh, oh, it can't be 2009. That's too late. Is, is that late they stayed together? Did they really? Okay. Split oh. up on August 28th, 2009. They had so many public spats. I mean, you could even book them. People stopped paying them because uh, they wouldn't stop fighting. I don't know what was going on. Really. Um, yeah, years active, 1991 to 2009. They, and not uh, the best-looking guys. Boy, the eyebrow men. If you. you can play guitar and you can sing, the girls don't care about the symmetry of your face. That's right. <laughs> uh, they, they, you swoon. Okay. Yes. All right, uh, for the next uh, two hours plus, uh, we'll be focused on mostly uh, Virgin Galactic. Where are we on Virgin Galactic? Uh, where do we settle in at uh, at the end of uh, today's trading? <clears throat> it is um, $16.18 per share, making me down... Thirty-two cents for my investment. <laughs> we're we're really worried about Dow's thirty-two yeah. cents. Uh, all I want is the stupid stock certificate so I can put it on my wall. That's all I want from this. If I if I have to eat the sixteen dollars and fifty cents, I'm willing to do it. Oh, there it is. <laughs> uh, let's see, Ghislaine Maxwell sex crimes uh, trial in New York delayed until the fall. We'll pick it up there. Uh, as you know, we went through what was happening down at Virgin Galactic. We know how. 
the whole entire thing commenced. Uh, interestingly enough, our state auditor, Brian Colon, is uh, declared for the attorney general. Boy, I mean, he's going to be at the nexus of all of this, right? I mean, uh, sort of both sides. You've said he's smart. Uh, he's very statesman. Okay. Yeah, when you meet him. Yeah, it's rare I, to hear in the, out of the Kiva any p- praise for any politician on any I'm level. Pra- I'm not, not praising praise, him. But somewhat complimentary statement. You you, you said he's uh, a state statesman. He's, he's the only guy, in my opinion, that I've ever met that feels like a, a U.S. senator. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, when you meet him, uh, the guy he knows how to handle himself. He's assessing the situation. He's like, yeah, I mean, I would say the other guy. Oh no, no, I would say it's only Brian Cologne. Okay, unfortunately, he's a Democrat, uh, but. He's very smart, very calculated. He uh, He's probably already done his homework on you uh, an hour before he's even walked into your office. I mean, he knows everything. The guy is the most photographed guy. Uh, you know, he's probably there's probably some sort of sensory thing going on when he uh, shakes your hand, right? You know, so mm-hmm. oh, he's, he's, oh, I know exactly how he, like, he's got a lot of perceptive abilities. But, just, but, but a very, as Chris Matthews would say this, and I apologize for the... Uh, semi-vulgarity. Uh, he has the word that he applies to what he calls horny politicians, just constantly running for office. Con- like, he ran for mayor of Albuquerque, now he wants to be attorney general. He's like always... He's very interested in power. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because he is a powerful guy. I think that, honestly, uh, he would have made a much better a governor than Michelle Lujan Grisham if we had to have a Democrat. Okay. Uh, would he have been just, a better mayor than Keller? He would have been a better, better mayor. <laughs> yeah, he would have been better at anything. Um, I mean... He's the guy that took me out of the mayor's race. We'll just put it that way. The guy is, he's, he's so good at calculating things, but this is one of the reasons why everyone's like checking their back pocket every time they shake the hand of Brian Cologne because they just feel like they don't trust him. I, does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Like, you, <laughs> I know the type. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been described as that type in the past and it takes one to know one, um, And but I certainly understand. You know, when people meet me, it's I would think it's very different but very similar. I mean, people come up with, Different stories about Brian Cologne all the time. I would say that you are prepared and you are calculated, but I you're not, you're not you, power guys. mad in a way that scumbag politicians are. You're not, you don't have this thirst to rule other people. I have zero, zero, yeah. But I, if I know any little bit of information about you before I talk to you, I will already have you done your homework. Yeah, I do, do what I know. You know that. Yeah, I do. Okay, so very quickly, uh, let's uh, have 428 here in the Kiva. I have yet to forward the phone. So only text uh, for the remainder of the hour because we have a lot of material to cover. Uh, we've been delaying this, unfortunately, for some time. I've been trying to work with a couple of other uh, outlets. And let me just tell you, the state, the deep state is heavy. They are very involved in suppressing information, unfortunately. And we've been trying to get this story out there as much as possible. So this is critical. This is absolutely critical because New Mexico, yes... I know I sort of bag on it from the standpoint... Oh, stop bagging, start bragging. I know I bag on it from the standpoint that it's, you know, people constantly think we're at the center of the universe. In a weird way, we kind of are. We're at the center of the corruption. We're driving all that. Just think of the names that can be thrown out in the middle of all this. You know, Hunter Biden, here. Bill Gates, here. Jeffrey Epstein, here. Prince Andrew, here. Richard Branson, here. Delane Maxwell and her sisters, here. Here, 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 here. Why New Mexico? What the hell is so damn interesting about New Mexico? I'd probably say we are the biggest whore out there. We will do anything so that we can get somebody to pay attention to us. Plus, we have this wonderful thing called the 
Sovereign Wealth Fund. Okay, so uh, Ghislaine Maxwell's sex crime trial in New York delayed until the fall. That allows us to go ahead and tell the story that we know that she would tell if she could tell would how much woodchuck could have checked to you know used to be able to do that right didn't you back in the day employees of Mr. Gates Foundation back in January 31st of 2011 paid multiple visits Dowd to Mr. Epstein's mansion and Mr. Epstein spoke with the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation now going through a divorce. She had a two and a half years in the planning from the time that she knew about Mr. Epstein. And J.P. Morgan Chase, about a proposed multi-billion dollar... Oh, they always... They, it's always got to look good for them. It's all virtue signaling. Charitable fund. An arrangement that had the potential to generate enormous fees for Mr. Epstein. And so they got together, and this is post... Uh, if you want to call it jail, the, he, the guy literally <laughs> went... Pony jail. <laughs> they literally carted him to his office every single day. Everybody else had the financial downturn, not not Ponzi scheme. When the IRS comes for me, I want treatment like that. Yeah. Uh, his lifestyle is very different and kind of intriguing. Although it would not work for me, according to Bill Gates, then the richest man in the world. How many years in a row was Bill Gates the richest man in the world? I think it was like uh, pretty close to 20. Yeah. yeah. Mr. Gates emailed colleagues in 2011 after his first get-together with quote-unquote Mr. Epstein, uh, get together. Well, what, is that, what does that look like? Bridget Arnold, the spokeswoman for Mr. Gates, said he was, quote-unquote, referring only to the unique decor of Epstein's residence. Was that the Bill Clinton picture? Was that the uh, Zora Ranch picture? And Epstein's habit of spontaneously bringing acquaintances in to meet Mr. Gates. It was in no way meant to convey a sense of interest or approval. Bill Gates regrets ever meeting. Oh, sure. I bet. When you get uh, caught, you do regret Oh, uh, yeah, right, right, right. Bill, just like, uh, hey, the jewelry, right? Uh, the dog uh, pooping on the floor for $800. I, I deeply regret that I got caught. Yes. <laughs> or, you know, splashing a bunch of water. That was a $62,500 bottle of water. I wonder if it was Canyon water or what? Do you mm. think that Crystal Springs? Per Perrier? Mm, I wonder what uh, the governor was San Pellegrino? splashing on uh, Hallinan. <clears throat> I think we should turn that into a verb. You've been Hallinized, right? When water is all over. Uh, uh, Brian, draw that up. Bill Gates regrets ever meeting with Epstein and recognizes it was an error in judgment to do so. Boy, they seem to be smiling pretty brightly there. Gates recognizes that entertaining Epstein's ideas related to philanthropy, or philanthropy, excuse me, that was really bad. Gave Epstein an undeserved platform that was at odds with Gates' personal values and the values of his foundation. Jeffrey Epstein's Manhattan Mansion from left. James E. Staley in this picture. I know you can see it right there on your radio. At the time of the senior as J.P. Morgan executive, Lawrence Summers. What do we know about Lawrence Summers? <sighs> Larry Summers. Harvard. Harvard, yes. Harvard, Clinton administration. Yeah. Who brought in uh, Bill... Uh, who brought in uh, Jeffrey Epstein into Harvard? It was Larry Summers. What do we also know about, uh, as you just stated, but state more clearly, he was the Treasury Secretary for one William Clinton. Very well connected there with Bill Gates, who himself was a Harvard dropout. Another Harvard dropout was uh, also... Uh, Zuckerberg. Let's not forget that. Um, okay, so Larry Summers, Mr. Epstein, Bill Gates, Microsoft co-founder, and Boris Nikolik, who was the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation's science advisor. I'm sure he had plenty of connections directly with the 
Clinton Foundation. All right. Here's Gates Inner Circle, Melanie Walker. Okay. We're going to tie this directly to Zorro Ranch. They were close to Mr. Epstein at times, function as intermediaries between the two men. This coming from the uh, New York Times and the, uh, I think this is the Daily Mail, yeah, New York Times uh, as well. Uh, they were close to Mr. Epstein at times, function as the intermediaries between the two men. Miss Walker met Mr. Epstein in 1992, two years uh, be before investing in New Mexico. Six months after graduating from the University of Texas, Mr. Epstein, who was an, uh, he likes them that, that age. That's, that, that's his age. That's Epstein's target age. Mr. Epstein who the, was the advisor to Mr. Wexner, who is the owner of Victoria's Secret. Dowd has some more information on that. Uh, news. Uh, we'll get to that uh, in just a second at the end of this little, little piece. Told Miss Walker that he could, quote-unquote, land her an audition for a modeling job. <laughs> you go to the University of Texas, you get your degree, and you're looking for modeling jobs? Wow. According to Miss Walker, she later traveled to New York and stayed in a Manhattan apartment building that Mr. Epstein owned. After she graduated from medical school, <laughs> wow, Mr. Epstein hired her as a science advisor. It gets better. Mr. Walker then met Stephen Sanofsky. Look up that information, Sanofsky. You see a lot of skis, by the way, associated with Mr. Epstein. Not to mention his pilot. His pilot of his private plane. Senior executive of Microsoft who became... President of Windows Division and moved to Seattle to be with him. In 2006, she joined the Gates Foundation with the title of quote unquote senior program officer because most people who graduate from medical school go on to uh, work in the Gates Foundation. The natural career path. Yeah. Uh, Epstein and Mr. Gates first met face to face on the evening of January 31st, 2011, at Mr. Epstein's townhouse on the Upper East Side. They were joined by, and so he's he's been to Epstein Mansion. We know what's in there. We know that Bill Clinton, we know that there's lots of. Uh, uh, children, earmuffs, okay? There's lots of, uh, I can't, I can't even say it. You, I forget, you know. I forget, was the mansion mm -hmm. or was it the Caribbean where he had the party shower? Where was the party shower? Uh, that was in Zorro Ranch. That was Zorro, yeah, Zorro, Zorro Ranch. Ranch. Oh, okay. yeah, that, that's my picture. Huh? That, that's, they were joined by Dr. Eva Anderson Dubin, a former Miss Sweden, uh, of course, whom Mr. Epstein had once dated, and her 15-year-old daughter. Wow. Holy moly. Dr. Anderson Dubin's husband, the hedge fund billionaire Glenn Dubin, was a friend and business associate of Mr. Epstein's. The Dubins declined to comment. The gathering started at 8, lasted several hours, according to Mr. Arnold, Mr. Gates' spokeswoman. Mr. Epstein subsequently boasted about the meeting in emails to friends and associates. Bill's great, he wrote in one reviewed by the Times. Gates, in turn, praised Mr. Epstein's charm and intelligence. Melanie Walker, who had known Mr. Epstein since 1992, joined the Gates Foundation as a senior program officer in 2006, which we just mentioned. And she's an attractive lady. She's got the je ne sais quoi, right? If there's these uh, certain women who run around uh, the earth, right? And they have what's called je ne sais quoi, which is a certain something about them. No man can pinpoint it what it is, right? Uh, a couple of the right-hand ladies of Mr. Epstein certainly had exactly what that quality was, and uh, there you go. So Gates, um, see, Mr. Gates soon saw Mr. Epstein again. Where else? Where do all the liberals gather, the progressives? TED conferences, that's right. Long Beach, California, right? You, you see conservatives at TED conferences? I'm just I wondering. thought you were going to say Davos, but Davos <laughs> or TED conferences, <laughs> yeah. either one. Attendees spotted the two men engaged in private conversation. Later that spring, on May 3rd of 2011, this is a lot of meeting. They were they must have really been 
you know, moving the, uh, the, 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 the needle, the investment needle, right? Mr. Gates again visited Mr. Epstein at his New York mansion, according to emails about the meeting, and a photograph reviewed by the New York Times. The photo here that I have, taken in Mr. Epstein's marble-clad entrance hall, shows the beaming Mr. Epstein and blue and gold slippers and a fleece decorated with an American flag flanked by luminaries on his right. Again, Summers, Gates, Staley, all the same players. All right? So... What do we know about the woman who was a doctor who went straight from university, what was it, Texas, I said? Medical yes. school. Yep. Directly to work for the Gates Foundation. But she also was tied to, remember, intermediaries between, think about this, Gates and Epstein. Who was the go-between? Melanie Walker. Who is Melanie Walker? She entertained Prince Andrew at Zorro Ranch. We'll talk about that and a little bit more when we return. Rudy, are you there? Can we check on weather and traffic? Okay. There we go. Go ahead, oh, sir. Good. So let's go and put things together, starting with the weather. The uh, wind's still a little bit up, but about 15 miles an hour, gusting to 18. Uh, but at least it's not that sandy mess that we had about an hour and a half ago. I can tell you right now, it's 85 degrees at the, the Russ Medical Center, the VA hospital. Is it 87? And it's 87 at the Russ. Wow, who's we, that? Well, lo- holy that, moly. That, we're... We're in a little uh, cul-de-sac here inside of Monty's. It's right outside. And it's, i got to tell you, it is really great to come to Monty's Cigar Shop this afternoon because we've got the Rock Talk t-shirts and the Murder Mike. I'll tell you about that in a second. First, got to tell you, it's really tough on Paseo del Norte as you're making your way westbound. Got rid of a problem at Wyoming, but now from Wyoming all the way to I-25, all three lanes are pretty well sold out. You're under 20 miles an hour there. And if you're going on I-25 southbound, you'll be under 20 miles an hour from uh, Montgomery. I'm sorry, from uh, Osuna to Montgomery. And Coors Boulevard, not much fun as you make your way from uh, Lauria over to Montano. And again, Monty Cigar Shop is where we're at. That is so easy to find on San Mateo, just north of Comanche. And we're on the east side of the street, the mountain side of the street. And here's where you can get your Rock of Talk t-shirts. Those come in black, red, and blue. And, of course, you can get the Murder Mike t-shirts as well. Those are in black with the yellow print on them. These are really something good. And i got to tell you, here's the big reason to come to Monty's today. It's to come and look at that humidor. If ever you, you needed an excuse to come, today's the day. You get the T-shirt, but you also get the tour of the humidor. Biggest, largest humidor in the Southwest, which means the biggest supply, or, uh, biggest array of blends and prices. Monty's Cigar Shop on San Mateo, just north of Comanche. And with that, we're up to date. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk.
like that. You're grooving to that. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a deadhead. Oh, uh, talking head, dead. Uh, <laughs> deadhead, and then the talking head, head. You may uh, think the suit is a bit too big. Did you just remember the spoof on Saturday Night Live where Rich Hall had the giant David Byrne suit? Oh, yeah, that was good. That, uh, of course, uh, for, I mean, uh, burning down the house. You oh. remember them all uh, performing right there. You guys love that. Um, okay. Once in a lifetime. Great, great song. Brilliant. And the uh, same as it ever was. This is not my beautiful wife. It, it certainly isn't. <laughs> it's a, uh, famous words, famous last words from uh, <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah, or, or maybe Bill Clinton. <laughs> well, he had more than one beautiful house. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, we made the connection. Melanie Walker in New Mexico works for Bill Gates, but at the very same time, intermediary and entertain Prince Andrew. Let's just say that. Uh, She's the glue that held these quote-unquote deals together. That particular article published by the Daily Mail in December of 2020. Now, all this stuff has been ignored by the mainstream media. And I want you guys to just understand, think about just how, I don't want to say groundbreaking or earth moving or anything like that, but just, just how impactful these connections are, how important they are. No one else is putting this stuff together, Okay. The Daily Mail is doing it. We're doing it. True News is doing it. Uh, but by and large, you're seeing a lot of people just pushing back. And they're saying, oh, we're not going to cover this. This is false. Until we saw what happened with uh, KRQE last night. Now, uh, fill us in on what they thought uh, going to Zora Ranch uh, was all about. Remember, they've done everything that they possibly could to ignore this. And when we put the pressure, just like we focused on the murder stats or we focused on what was happening with the Grants killer, like, like we'll bring the spotlight and then all of a sudden these people will come to you and they'll say, look, 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 look what we found. It's like, oh, no, we already heard it on the Rock of Talk like a week ago or four or five days ago. Okay, We have so many CIs. You guys know what that is? You know what that is, right? Confidential informant. Yeah. That fill us with information, then we put out the information, and we never, never, never compromise the people who get us information. So, uh, what kind of uh, cockamamie uh, news did they have on KRQE last night? I mean, they build it up. Yeah, Zora yeah, Ranch, yeah. here it is, and and it was literally nothing. Down has maybe ninety five percent of these facts come to light either through here or through some of the British press. Uh, money, secret sex abuse scandals, Jeffrey Epstein, uh, Zora Ranch, south of Santa Fe, was shrouded in secrecy. Uh, records show that he bought it from the Gary King family. Yeah, we, 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 we told you that a year ago or more. Uh, uh, more than that. <laughs> I mean, uh, I've been doing that since uh, the beginning of last year. There you go. Good, yeah, good stuff. Yeah, uh, Actually, twenty. let me say 2019. Uh, back in August of 2019 on Jeffrey Epstein's death, uh, together with Corey Diggs, with, she did a phenomenal job. She's a, Have you ever been to Corey Diggs? You have. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, she, she did great work. Yeah. She did great work. Yep. Uh, built upon that and then made all the connections locally and then worked with Edward Zoll to go ahead and put Zoll, who was on the ranch on the very same day that Epstein died, connect him to Sanofsky. Yes, the pilot and the caretaker of Zora Ranch, who was there on the day and out, out of Ohio, of all places. This is where this guy traveled. Uh, Ohio, where who's in Ohio? Columbus, Ohio. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Les, uh, Les Wexner. Yeah. yeah, and who's in the Virgin Islands? Uh, Jeffrey Epstein. And what's and Richard Branson? And, and what <laughs> exactly? <laughs> He's the BVI. Let's let's be proper here. Uh, he is the BVI. Um, okay, so what did she say? The reporter for KRQE. So the, they 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 created this whole drama, this information, and they provided what? 
Well, I mean, they're talking about the, you know, again, they're reporting Stephanie Garcia Richard canceling the leases. You know, that's not new information. Um, I guess they're trying to claim this as a scoop that the listed address for the Love and Bliss Church is a small home in Reddington Beach, Florida. Uh, the Christian nonprofit's uh, listed president is 22-year-old Alexander Lezinski. Uh, Florida records show he, he, Alexander, was arrested in 2017 for stalking. Uh, it is stamped the Love and Bliss deed with a signature as well as Jeffrey, uh, notary signature as well as Jeffrey Epstein's. The document states it was created in April of 2019. Now, that was pre-death, right? Pre-death of uh, Epstein? Yeah, Epstein it was uh, in the August, August, of, uh, August 10th of 2019. Uh, the Florida address for the attorney listed on that deed turns up as a realty office on Google with no relation to an attorney listed on the document. The New York phone number on the deed sent News 13 to a Jack DeWitt sales office who said they've had the same number for 60 years and did not have an attorney by the name of the person listed on the deed. Ooh. Right? The plot doesn't thicken. There's nothing there. <laughs> You're literally looking at nothing. There's no investigative journalism that's actually done there that uh, anybody can do with a been verified account at this point. Mm-hmm. So there's really nothing uh, that's there. So they have a document. It doesn't turn into anything. The real connections have to do with the people, and you can find this on True News and Edward Zoll and the work that we did. Uh, what's the uh, Tony... Oh, what's it? What is the uh, Grant's uh, sheriff? He's a Democrat. He's the one who actually helped us uncover all the RV information. Right, right, right. We right. we found all the information that we needed so that we can directly connect the guy that was at Epstein Ranch that day to the very same guy who was also the handyman, interestingly enough, in the Virgin Islands uh, in the uh, at uh, Saint Saint James, Little Saint James, little Saint uh, James. yeah, Little Saint James, and then uh, he had nothing but Ohio tags, uh, which was directly connected to Columbus. And all he did was move from place to place with uh, him, his RV, and his little red Jeep. Was it Liberty, I think? I think he had a little red Jeep Liberty uh, at the time. So uh, very interesting stuff, um, but uh, really a big nothing burger in the midst of all this. Let's, let's, Let's remember, let's remember... Virgin Galactic does not come into fruition without the help of one Jeffrey Epstein, who makes the introductions and fuses one Bill Richardson directly with one Richard Branson. And possibly the biggest bilking, is that, is that a proper way to, mm-hmm. biggest bilking of the taxpayers of the state of New Mexico. Funko job. Uh, just, so, <laughs> just in case you think that we can't substantiate all this information, I've got over 1,200 pages of slides, which a hell, of a hell of a lot more than uh, what you're talking about. So let's get to the Virgin Group. Uh, we all talked about uh, how it is sinking and sinking fast. Uh, back in um, uh, last week, excuse me, Mojave Air and Spaceport Board of Directors approved a resolution of, to condemn the Hangar 927 Dowd. will hold off on filing eminent domain complaint against scaled composites. The Hangar's owner will allow good faith negotiations to continue. That's coming from the AV Press. So the pressure coming not just in the stock swindling and the con job that's being done, but also on the properties itself on the Virgin Groups. Um, what's happening at the very same time as far as space travel and getting out into, uh, what? there's five different spheres. Bezos Blue Origin targeting a, oh, July 20th, uh, a big middle finger to one Richard Branson, <laughs> July 20th for the debut astronaut launch of its new Shepard vehicle. Uh, Alan, uh, in reference to Alan Shepard. 
uh, which, American in space, which is designed to take people and scientific experiments on brief trips to suborbital orbital space. Um, I referenced this last week. Dream Chaser. Some other stuff happening in the space world. Space Race. Dream Chaser is scheduled to start flying cargo missions to the space station in 2022. Space Florida, which I forget how much money they're actually investing in all of this. The state's aerospace economic development agency now operates the facility under a 30-year lease from NASA. Sierra Nevada has entered into a use agreement with Space Florida to land... Dream Chaser at the um, at the space station. The use of the agreement makes Sierra Nevada the first "quote unquote" commercial user of Space Florida's FAA Federal Aviation Administration a reentry site operator license. Provides the runway and support facilities needed during testing and landing. Uh, we had the entire spaceport available for that. Uh, how long ago? And Florida does <laughs> 2012? it. 2012 overnight. <laughs> to have a commercial, quote unquote, uh, they uh, the purpose of this is to have a commercial vehicle return from International Space Station to a runway landing for the first time since NASA's space shuttle program ended a decade ago will be a historic achievement. Sierra Nevada also holds a NASA contract to fly at least six. Count them six uncrewed cargo missions to and from the orbiting lab with the Dream Chaser. Flights will lift off the aboard the United Launch Alliance Vulcan Centaur rockets from Florida's Cape Canaveral Space Force Station. So we're not benefiting from any of this, and all of these uh, uh, doubt can be found directly at space. <coughs> excuse me, space.com. Remember, the swindle will always happen with some sort of future thing. If you think about what's happening with the was it the great uh, railway in Southern California? The, uh, <laughs> what, what the were they doing? <laughs> that was Diane Feinstein's oh, yeah. um, husband, uh, Richard. Uh, he was the, the chairman of the board. I, I can't think of his last name. But he was uh, head of the board of CBRE, which was formerly known as CB Richard Ellis, the company that I worked for for 11 years. Uh, Dick Bloom, that, that's what it was. Richard C. Bloom. Uh, Bloom. Yeah, he so. can't still be alive, is he? <clears throat> oh, yeah. I he's think still he's, alive. Yeah, he's, uh, what, 87, 88? 86. 86, yeah. 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 Uh, he was at uh, our event. The last World Conference that I went to for CBRE was in 2007, and we went to Toronto. Saw the CN Tower. Toronto's an amazing place. You know, the longest road in the world is, you were, uh, is in you Toronto. Toronto. Yeah, Yong, Everybody who's, who's been there says it's great. Oh, you know what's the, you know what's be, you know what's the best Asian food you'll ever have? Toronto, Canada. Toronto, Canada. Canada. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing. Yeah, I loved, uh, love that place. Okay, so <clears throat> we've talked about Titan Development, and not the local real estate developer, but Titan, who developed the or the, the flying internet uh, crusader. Yeah, the, the drone the uh, picked up yeah. by Google, and then it all went to hell. And, and Google actually ended up, I think, giving the building at the Moriarty Airport back to the city just just to get out of the whole thing. Okay, so uh, we talked about McCready uh, in the past, right, Down? Yep. And then uh, Isabel Maxwell introduced Mr. Uh, McCready to Titan after Titan was dumped by Google. That's how this whole thing sort of started getting fused into this chase for space. What this really is is just this huge grifting of taking money and reallocating it other places. Um, let's get back to Bill Gates for a second, shall we? Uh, back in 2005, I want to say uh, October, Bill Gates bought... And this was a lot of money at the time. The richest man in the world. I think the richest man in the world in 2005 was Bill Gates. Right? I had to be, yeah. Yep. He bought $100 million of PNM resources. Hmm. 
Isn't that kind of curious? What do you think about that for a second? A, a an investor-owned monopoly utility in a small population state in the in the American Southwest. What would Bill Gates be interested in that? October 11th, uh, 2005, in a financial sale announced Friday by Albert based P&M Resources, a state of Washington-based investment company controlled by Microsoft's billionaire Bill Gates added to its holdings as the largest single shareholder in what else? Nobody knows this. The Public Service Company of New Mexico, a.k.a. PNM. Just to put this in perspective, Bill Gates in 2005 was worth $46.5 billion uh, and was the richest man in the world. In, in and doubt, doubt up until that point, did you know that? Uh, this one's new to me on the whole, the whole PNM. Very interesting. There it is. There uh. it is. No. You are paying money directly from the state of New Mexico, not just to Richard Branson, but you're also paying to Bill Gates... All of these rich, big, powerful people. What business does the poorest state in the entire country in New Mexico, quote-unquote poorest, we're not, having paying Bill Gates for the largest state-controlled monopoly? Every time you pay your electricity bill, that's your BNL. money to Bill Gates. With some of the proceeds being applied to its TNP Enterprises acquisition, PNM said that in August 20, 2004, it agreed with Gates Cascade Investment LLC, I remember that vividly, to issue the so-called quote-unquote hybrid units. Based in Kirkland, Washington, Cascade Investment, privately held company that serves as an investment vehicle for William H. Gates III, Microsoft chairman, according to PNM's announcements, Cascade is the largest holder of PNM Resources common stock, owning 5.5 million shares. Uh, New Mexico, you really are a petri dish. Gates' interest in PNM apparently goes along with his billionaire friend. Who else is in, interested in New Mexico? Warren Buffett, then the third. I want to say in 2005, richest man. Uh, 2005, in he was just barely behind Bill at 44, even number two in the world. Okay, number two, sorry. Buffett's uh, Berkshire Hathaway is the owner of Iowa based Mid American Energy, a utility holding company that recently agreed to buy Scottish Powers for the Oregon based U.S. utility Pacific Corp. So the proceeds from this will be used to repay short term debt issued to finance the enterprises acquisition and to fund the construction of the Luna Energy Facility near Deming, New Mexico, according to, as always, a PM spokesperson. PM Resources completed the acquisition of what it was doing at the time with Texas New Mexico Power, the acquisition, and through its subsidiaries, PM Resources now serves 1.2 million customers. Guess where? 100% in the state. Uh, for the record, of New that Mexico. Luna Energy Facility, folks, yep. uh, not a green facility, a natural gas fired power plant. Pretty interesting. I thought Bill was for carbon neutral, right? Isn't, isn't yeah, I think he was. Uh, back in August of 16th of uh, 2004, Gates investors helped P&M buy the, that Texas utility. They also uh, helped Cascade Investment uh, buy the 100 additional million dollars in debt securities to help finance the deal. Texas New Mexico Power Supplies 47,000 Southern New Mexico customers in Alamogordo and Silver City. So throughout the additional state, in addition to the 1.2 million people that are covered by PNM resources. So uh, who really owns the state of New Mexico? I think that's the question at this point. A lot of outside interests seem to have a lot of uh, financial interests. In this Pretty state. easy to own uh, a state like uh, New Mexico. Let's check on uh, weather and traffic with Rudy Grande. <laughs> 
All right, we're having a blast out here at Monty's, but we're going to put things together for right now. It's just going to be an, a, a windy evening. Once the sun goes down, things should uh, clear on up there. But I can tell you right now, it's not too bad temperature-wise. 87 degrees at uh, the Santa Ana Star in Tanawan. It is 85 and 87 at the Rock of Talk. All right, what we got going on right now, at least it's accident-free. At least I don't see any right at the moment, but I do see a lot of slow traffic, especially on Coors Boulevard. That has been slow now, basically from Lauria all the way over to uh, Mont- uh, Montano. And I-25 still running pretty sluggish as you wind your way southbound, uh, pretty much from Osuna on over to Montgomery, but that's just a typical crowd. No accidents or stalls there. That's the good news. All right, come on by Monty's. Get a tour of this humidor. It has such a huge selection of great blends great prices what you're looking for just ask matt or tom dale anyone here they'll be glad to show you and get exactly what you're looking for they got over 2,000 blends this is the place to be a lot of t-shirts are going we've got a couple of murder mics that they were just bought and some uh, uh rock of talk t-shirts so come on by monty cigar shop on san mateo just north of comanche without we're up to date now let's dive back into the Rock of Top. All right, back after the top of the hour, Fox News. Go check out Monty's. Thanks for listening. Same as it ever was. 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 stores ending mask mandates. I'm Lisa Lacerra, Fox News. The largest retailer in America, Walmart, announcing vaccinated workers and shoppers won't have to wear masks in its stores, except where required by local mandates. Earlier, another grocery chain with a similar move. Trader Joe's has updated its mask policy and will not require customers who are fully vaccinated against COVID to wear a mask. The supermarket chain is one of the first major national retailers to make the change after the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention issued new masking guidelines. Customers will not have to show proof that they've been vaccinated. However, store employees still need to wear masks. Trader Joe's new policy changes come as the country's National Restaurant Association will stop suggesting that fully vaccinated people wear masks indoors. Hillary Barsky, Fox News. Meanwhile, Kroger says it will continue to require masks in its stores. It operates over 2,700 stores across the country, including under the names Ralph's, King Supers, Dillon's, and Fries. An associate of Florida Congressman Matt Gates, who's under investigation for sex trafficking, has made a deal with federal prosecutors. Former Florida tax collector Joel Greenberg is expected to plead guilty to six federal charges, including trafficking a child next week. The deal is seen as an escalation into a Justice Department investigation into whether Greenberg and Florida Congressman Matt Gates paid underage girls in exchange for sex. Gates has denied any wrongdoing. The plea agreement makes no mention of the congressman. As part of the deal, Greenberg has agreed to cooperate with federal investigations. On Capitol Hill, Jared Halpern, Fox News. Days after he signed a bill outlawing the teaching of some race and racism concepts in public schools, the commission formed to observe the 100th anniversary of the Tulsa Race Massacre has announced it's booted Governor Kevin Stitt from his seat on the panel. America is listening to Fox News. Progressive Motorcycle presents Road Wisdom from the Motor. Have a man, have a motorcycle. In life, there is no stopping. Don't stop. But if you do, 
Progressive Motorcycle also presents basic policies starting at $79 a year. Progressive Motorcycle, for those who were born to ride. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates annual premium for basic liability policy is not available in all states. Is a new war with China coming? Even Henry Kissinger is warning Americans. Now, Newsmax's Grant Stinchfield looks at the dangerous red dragon and shows how Trump's policies worked. Tune in tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern to see Stinchfield's series, The Dangerous Dragon. Newsmax TV is on all major cable systems. If you don't get it, tell your cable operator you want it. Or download the free Newsmax app on your phone and start watching right away. Millions are watching Newsmax. So should you. The continuing drawdown of troops, the U.S. has left an air base once considered crucial in Afghanistan. U.S. officials say the last American soldier departed Kandahar Airfield earlier this week. CAF, as it was known to tens of thousands of U.S. troops who passed through there for nearly two decades, served as a hub for U.S. forces to push out to more austere forward operating bases and outposts in Afghanistan's volatile south. U.S. fighter jets and drones based there used to provide critical support to Afghan forces battling the Taliban. President Biden says the remaining 2,500 U.S. troops will depart the country by the 20th anniversary of the 9-11 attacks. At the Pentagon, Lucas Tomlinson. Fox News. EPA has ordered an emergency halt to Lime Tree Bay's refinery on the island of St. Croix in the U.S. Virgin Islands due to what it says are multiple improperly conducted operations that present a risk to public health. The plant had temporarily stopped operations earlier this week after oil was sprayed on nearby communities for the second time this year, contaminating drinking water. More lockdowns in Japan with just over two months until the Olympics. Just over two months before the Olympics begin in Tokyo, Japan is extending a state of emergency for the coronavirus. The alert currently covers Tokyo and five other prefectures, but from this Sunday, a further three regions will also be included. The prospect of the Olympics coming to town is proving unpopular with the Japanese public. A petition with 350,000 names calling for the Games to be cancelled has been submitted to Tokyo's government. In London, Simon Owen, Fox News. Three days after it was closed, after a crack was discovered, the I-40 bridge that connects Tennessee and Arkansas is open again to river traffic only. The Coast Guard says the bridge itself will remain closed to vehicles indefinitely. I'm Lisa Lacerra, and this is Fox News.
party just like daylight savings time. Do it now. You and me, baby, ain't nothing but mammals, so let's do it like they do on the Discovery Channel. Do it again now. You and me, baby, ain't nothing but mammals, so let's do it like they do on the Discovery Channel. Wow. five here in the Kiva. For a Friday afternoon, thanks everybody for joining us. Uh, I don't know what's going on over there at the uh, Monty Cigar Shop, but uh, we'll check on weather and traffic when uh, Rudy uh, stops slinging those shirts. He must be selling quite a few, so go check everything uh, out uh, over there. Bloodhound Gang, the bad touch. Remember all those, all the cash and the receipts will have to match up for Rudy when you uh, when you settle up back at the studio. Wow, okay. holy moly! No sticky fingers on all those sales you're making. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, I tell you, I, the drug, you know, one of the reasons I'm a opponent of the drug war. The, the amount of cash that is, it must be so tempting if you work in drug enforcement just to do those stacks and stacks and stacks of cash. I'm sure some of that money has made it into the pockets of uh, some of our men and women in law enforcement. Oh, temptation yeah. is just strong. It's very there you strong. go. Is that Temptation Island still around? Ooh. You know, that that was a, a TV where we just uh, we're doing the, the bad touch and all that stuff. You can actually play that song, by the way. It's uh, totally clear. FCC in the clear uh, <laughs> song by the uh, Bloodhound Gang. Certified. FCC certified. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> that, that, that recording you played with Dr. Simone Gold yesterday where they showed the video about oh, yeah, yeah, our yeah. business is, you know, your freedom certified here. What, yeah. a, what a great video that yeah. was. I hadn't seen it before. Uh, okay, so very quickly, there is a connection. Warren Buffett and his, what was this, his brother, his uncle? He, yes, George Buffett. Uh, <laughs> You know, it's a big, to New Mexico, by the it's, way. It's a big Buffett. family. The Buffett family originates out of Nebraska. Now, the old man Buffett, okay, Howard Buffett, was an American investor, very successful investor. He went into politics. He was basically an old right libertarian like me. Um, and he but, but no relation to Buffett's candy. Uh, yes, indeed, quite a relation to Buffett's yeah, candy. Wow, wow. Uh, it's, so the old man during the war, you know, he didn't. He was an America first, or original America first. He. He, later in life, he made friends with Murray Rothbard, who's the founder of modern libertarianism. So the old man was solid. The subsequent generations, uh, like his son Warren and grandchildren, the family started to fray and started to go in a in a liberal direction. Um, uh, his nephew George Buffett, uh, he was uh, George Buffett was raised in Wyoming. He came to school, studied, and graduated from the University of New Mexico, and started Buffett Buffett's Candies. George Buffett is a first cousin of one of the world's richest men. Warren Buffett. So if you've had if you've had Buffett's candies, that is part of the overall Buffett family. Now George Buffett here, the New Mexican, served for I don't know twenty four years in the legislature, and amazingly, he was not like his cousin Warren at all. He was much more fiscally conservative. I think he passed away around two thousand two. So uh, it's uh, he had a, a a newsletter that he called Buffett's Bulletins. And nice. He would send it to all his constituents and just you know kind of ridicule all the big spenders up in Santa Fe. But unfortunately, he kept. He hewed to the family tradition of old right libertarianism. Most of the rest of the family, not so much, <clears throat> not at all. I mean, just look at Warren, Mister. You know, taxes should be raised. Hanging out with people like Bill Gates, not 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 good. So we, you know, we had one of the good Buffets here, is what I'm saying. Um, and uh, maybe, unfortunately, it didn't last. <laughs> but maybe uh, you know the bad parts of that, uh, as we famously saw for. Much of the aughts, we saw Bill Gates connected directly to Warren Buffett. Yes. If I'm not mistaken, I remember there were several covers, maybe Forbes, Fortune. Big time. I mean, these guys would travel around yes. the country. Yes. It was all Bill Gates, all Warren Buffett, and all nothing but the richest guys in the world controlling the rest of the country. And 
being charitable because these corporations would sell them as people who were charitable. Right, right. And their issue was, I think the Buffett, you had to sign the Buffett pledge, which is if you're you know, a billionaire, you're going to give away some X percentage of your of your fortune. Be- Bezos. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But the thing is, you know, the money they give, Eddie, what these billionaires could do if they just bought school vouchers for kids. I mean, sure. if they, I mean, I know in their own mind they think they're helping the world with the pandemic and all this stuff. But, I mean, if they actually use their money for good and not evil. And, of course, they've also, they're big fans of estate taxes and higher income taxes. Of course, George uh, Warren Buffett whining about how my secretary, you know, pays more in taxes than I do, which is, has been disproven again and again and again. So, but but uh, there's a reason for why they are interested in very progressive policies. is because they are part of the oligopoly. Yeah. It's a tech center, which includes, let's go to uh, MAGAFT again, Microsoft, Amazon, Apple, Google, Facebook, and now Tesla, right? They're all part of this entire grift, and they don't want anybody else approaching their level of wealth. This is the reason why they believe in the state taxes, is they don't want you aggregating the type of wealth that they have been given. And if I'm not not mistaken, I know you haven't probably looked into this uh, quite yet, Dowd, but for those people who have been looking at uh, the Bill Gates connections, not just to the Rockefellers, but more importantly, to the world banking conglomerates, and who was uh, Bill Gates' father? Well, directly connected to the Rothschilds. Yeah. And I think people, Harvard man, I think the old man too. Yeah, and I think people need to look at that and just realize how much of this stuff is controlled outside of the state of New Mexico because you know this is a pittance to them. <laughs> and I, I love your use of oligarchs because I think the, the metaphor that I like, and I've heard it used by even some people on the left and also right, where sometimes we we cross over a little bit, which is you're up in your party treehouse up there. And you're pulling up the ladder so that the rest of the people, you know, right. you're you're doing great. But God forbid any of those plebeians, those no. foul-smelling plebeians, ever make any money. Uh, you're going to order society so they accept what they get, and you continue to live your wonderful life. Well, I think this is good uh, in terms of. I'm not, I'm not going to call our audience the masses, but for the uh, audience that's out there listening to this stuff, this is the first that they have ever heard of the direct connections between Gates and P&M Resources, mm-hmm. and certainly between Gates and Buffett, and then Buffett being here in the city, or excuse me, in the state of New Mexico. A family member, yes, indeed. This is big news, folks, and you should understand that, uh, because that will help you understand more about what's actually happening here in the state of New Mexico. Well, without further ado, hopefully uh, Rudy Grande is there. Rudy Grande, let's check on weather and traffic very quickly. <laughs> Oh, no, we still don't have Rudy. What is Rudy doing? It's too bad Rush never came to town, because I'm sure he's <laughs> Talking about Rush Limbaugh, apparently. Let's, let's <laughs> right, everything is good. Rudy, you there? Ooh, I wanted to sneak in some... Just Who knows what he's saying? I know. I was hoping to get something really juicy. I know, like, right? I hate that Eddie Aragon. Eddie Eddie is, uh, <laughs> we should make, uh, we should, we, we should make uh, uh, T-shirts. That literally say, I, I think, I, was I telling you about this? I think I was telling somebody about this. I think it was, I might, might have been Rudy. I think we should sell the radio station based upon the number of people who hate me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I hate Eddie Aragon. I mean, like, right. who's, who's Eddie Aragon? He's like, I don't know. I hate but, but Eddie I wanna, But I want to hate him, too. <laughs> hey, we'll make money off you, right? <laughs> uh, 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 so, Microsoft Corporation started here. In the city of Albuquerque in 19... Is that 1977? Yeah, mid to late 70s, yeah. Yeah. Uh, have you done some research on that at all? I know he got arrested for... Driving the car a little little fast. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's just uh, good old Bill Gates right here. 
He's been at the center of all of this for how long now? Well, let's see. <laughs> Here we go. There we go. There we go. We're right back to where we started from. Apologize uh, there for the delay. Talked about Bezos, July 20th, went to Bill Gates, moved to Warren Buffett. Uh, now we got to talk about back in space again because there's a lot of experimental things that are being done uh, to go ahead and pursue space. Uh, let's see. Bill Gates' mother directly tied to IBM and the Watson computers. Do you know anything about that? Mm, no. Didn't know that. Bill Gates invested back in 2008 in something called Algae Fuel. San Diego-based Sapphire Energy has a test facility in New Mexico. More connections between Gates and New Mexico. Uh, this uh, coming uh, as he had invested at the time over $100 million, including a contribution from Cascade Investments, as we have talked about. Uh, this goes to Ghislaine Maxwell, right? Ghislaine Maxwell directly connected to uh, Bill Gates by way of Jeffrey Epstein, as we have uh, seen. Uh, Spaceport America's Director of Business of Development, uh, this back in uh, June of last year, uh, Scott McLaughlin said all the construction was done through a company called Aero Environment. And not to lose you, we've been talking about a company called SoftBank. It wasn't a state procurement, uh, he stated. It was successful. It, if successful, excuse me, the testing could go on for several more years as they test the platform and get certified by the FAA. Uh, the New Mexico Economic Development Department supported the expansion with LIDA funds. As we've seen more and more of this LIDA stuff uh, come forward, Dowd. Uh, they are touting it as something called the business-friendly environment in New Mexico, <laughs> along with LIDA and something else called JTIP, which is the Jobs Training Initiative. What was uh, incentive Program. Incentive yeah. Program. Helps us bring forward the thinking companies. I like that. You just have to think now. You have to have a functioning brain. <laughs> to get money from the state of New Mexico. JTIP. Help us bring forward thinking companies such as HAPS Mobile and Aero Environment to New Mexico, according to Alicia Keys. Add that to the strong aerospace and engineering workforce cluster, and we see an important path forward to grow jobs and diversify the economy. Sierra County also involved in the approval of Aero Environment as the qualifying entity of all that. That would put us directly in Rebecca Dow's backyard, is yes, that correct? Yes, indeed. Yep. Uh, back in 2012, uh, February of 2012, they issued a number of RFPs representing another major milestone on the path towards serving commercial spaceflight companies at Spaceport America beyond Virgin Galactic. This was according to uh, a now deceased, I believe, Rick Homans. Is he? No, he he landed a job in Florida with some port, some did, like Tampa port of Tampa. Or something. Did he not pass he, away? Uh, let me go checking. I'm he, pretty he, sure he passed yeah, away this past year. He. It was amazing because he went and got this big job in Florida after being associated with Space Port America, which is a complete disaster. Right. Uh, let's see. If he I'm stepped down as the president and CEO of Tampa Bay Partnership you know, on March 10th of 2021. So this was just a couple of months ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so he landed a really big gig in a big... I was in Tampa Bay a couple of years ago. Uh, so he parlayed the failure of Space Port America into a bigger gig in so-called economic development in Florida. Nice, nice gig. Nice okay. Gig. And he, so he, he, he's still around. Yep. I'm, I'm mistaken about mm-hmm. that. There was somebody else who was associated with the origins of Spaceport that ran for mayor of Albuquerque. Um... Back in maybe 2000, 2003, I want to say. Uh, according to the release, the companies that win these awards and Rick Homans will be on the front lines as we establish day-to-day operations for, quote-unquote, launch customers. <laughs> That's in 2012, folks. 
if you tell that lie, you you yourself can get a six figure job in, uh, I guess, Tampa. You said Tampa Bay. Yep. Yep. It's amazing what comes out of New Mexico. Oh, if I could live my life again, I'd just become an economic development bureaucrat. It doesn't matter what you do. In New Mexico. All you do is go to pre- go to conferences, do do the shovel turning, the, the shovel turning ceremony with the with a little hard hat yeah. on. Uh, you publish brochures. Doesn't matter what your actual performance is, and you can make top coin. There we go. All right, back after a quick break. Uh, more on that, and then uh, next segment uh, we'll cover more of that. Uh, we'll delay Murder Mike until about five thirty-five. Fifty-three murders on the year here officially in Albuquerque, according to the Kiva stats. I think we can say officially now, because we're the only ones who are... We, we do a better job tracking yeah. actual facts than the city does, I think. But if you took the three additional deaths that they found at the Sunport, mm-hmm. we'd be at 56, on pace for 128 or 134. 519, back and forth. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Stansberry supports the most dangerous legislation in America as Albuquerque faces record numbers of homicides. Stansberry is supporting legislation that defunds and dismantles the police, empties every federal prison in 10 years, murderers, rapists, and child molesters, all walking free. We need to pass the Breathe Act. Melanie Stansberry, ready to let the most violent criminals walk free. We need to pass the Breathe Act. Stop the madness. Stop Melanie Stansberry before it's too late. Only you have the power to do it. Mark Moores, the only conservative Republican who will ensure law enforcement has the funding to keep us safe and keep violent criminals behind bars. Early, by mail, or in person, in the June 1st special election, vote conservative Republican Mark Moores for Congress. I'm Mark Moores, and I approve this message. Paid for by Mark Moores for Congress. Maintaining your cutting equipment is essential to the longevity of your tools and the quality of your product. Whether you're a woodworking professional, metalworking professional, hobbyist, or you just need a new edge on your kitchen knives or gardening tools, trust the sharpening experts at Precision Sharpening to help keep your tools in excellent condition. 884-8229. 884-8229. Salon Deluxe and Tan Rio West have partnered together to offer hair, nail, and skin care with our signature Solitone, Lumi Facial, and Lumi Lift, and Brazilian Blowout. And this is Deb Slight from Tanrio Westlight. We specialize in permanent makeup, tattoo removal, Botox, Juvederm, spray tan, and eyelash extensions. You can reach us at 896-0586 at the salon or call Deb at Tanrio, 994-2390. We're located at the Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. Who's protecting your home or business? I'm Aaron Jones, founder of International Protective Service, IPS. 
Maybe you signed up for a local armed response, then found out you were selected in a buyout, and now you're on the brink of another merger with a huge national company. That is not what you signed up for. The local company invested in Albuquerque and committed to your home and business security with highly trained armed guards or 24-hour patrols is IPS. Call 897-2420 or go to IPSglobal.com. The best time to protect your vehicle from being stolen is before it's too late. Unfortunately, Albuquerque and the surrounding area is among the highest in the nation for auto theft. Secure your vehicle today with Revelco Vehicle Anti-Theft Device. RevelcoNM.com. Hey, it's Eddie Aragon. The staff at ABQ Guns stands for your Second Amendment rights, but they believe other freedoms are under attack by the governor's orders. Small businesses are bearing the weight of those health orders, and ABQ Guns believes she owns our state's economic collapse. ABQ Guns urges you to shop local for firearms, ammo, and accessories. Stop by the shop in Riverside Plaza, on Coors, north of Montano, or visit shop.abqguns.com. ABQ Guns, defenders of your freedom. Hi, I'm Kevin with Futons and Frames. We've been doing business in Albuquerque for over 30 years. We have the largest selection of futon frames in the state. Our futons are made right here in the USA. So if quality, service, and knowledge of product matter to you, then come on down to 4311 Manal or call us at 881-6863. Hey, it's Eddie Aragon. The staff at ABQ Guns stands for your Second Amendment rights, but they believe other freedoms are under attack by the governor's orders. Small businesses has impacted so many things, one of which is how we live in our home, how we work from home, do school from home, even how we have meals, social connecting, and enjoying entertainment in our home. This is Tracy Venturi of Venturi Realty Group of Keller Williams Realty. Every year, 10% of homeowners sell their home. For 2021, it's estimated that the number will be even higher. For many, the plan to move in the past year was derailed or postponed, and many more have recognized the need for a different home for how they live now. You may not be ready to sell your home yet, but at some point, you're curious about how much your home is worth. Don't trust an automated online estimate to know the value of what is most likely your most important asset, especially in today's fast-moving market. Call us, the number one Keller Williams Real Estate Group in New Mexico, your neighborhood expert. And when you do decide to sell, don't leave money on the table. You can choose the number one real estate team that will get you premium marketing and maximum value. Call today, 448-8888, or visit us online at welcomehomeabq.com. Chris Napier here with Loan Depot, the mortgage guy. As you look for the best ways to provide and protect for your family, the structure of your loans is critical. Your mortgage payment and its terms could be behind the curve. Let's ensure that when you're buying or refinancing your home, you have the best total cost. Call me at 505-710-2499 and MLS number 330093. Don't get caught unprepared to defend yourself. I'm Keith Cope with VigilantFirearms.com. We provide calm, safe, and effective training for concealed carry or any other gun training classes. VigilantFirearms.com, 312-0065. 312-0065. Hey, Rock of Talk listeners, do you know what's on the Rock of Talk app? The Rock of Talk TV, Rock of Talk podcast, Rock of Talk news, weather, alarm, and more. Download it now at rockoftalk.com. Hey, Rudy, Rudy. All right. We're talking to a lot of folks here at Monty Cigar Shop, but it's time we put things together. I'm really sorry I, I was not there. I hit the wrong button at the top of the hour. No worries. I need to tell you about an accident. This one just happened about 20 minutes ago, but it's heading south on an I-25, and it's right past what would be Bobby Foster. It's about half a mile beyond uh, Rio Bravo. And that just keeps you in a construction zone. And I just noticed yet another accident, I-25 southbound right at Broadway, 
All in all, this is just going to be a real rough ride as you leave the airport. And if you're thinking, you know what, I'm going to try Rio Bravo as the alternative, that's pretty well sold out right now. Westbound on Rio Bravo between uh, Broad, I'm sorry, uh, Broadway out to 2nd Street. So you may want to use Broadway south to cut across and avoid much of that mess. All right, again, we're at Monty Cigar Shop. This is on San Mateo, just north of Comanche. A lot of t-shirts going out the door right now, and some really great people coming by, and everyone's wanting to see that humidor. Largest humidor in the southwest. This truly is something to see. You're going to have a lot of blends in there, over 2,000 types of cigars to get. So just ask Tom or Matt or uh, uh, any of the people here at Monty's. Listen, I'm looking for this kind of cigar. They probably have it. My guess is a yes. And they got it at great prices. So Monty Cigar Shop, come on by now. We're again on San Mateo, just north of Comanche. And with that, we're up to date. Now let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Beautiful Friday afternoon, a little, little dust storm going on out there, and uh, Murder Mike is uh, absolutely uh, clamoring to get here into the Kiva. He's got a lot to talk about, and we're going to just uh, uh, jump right into Murder Mike. Uh, how are you, Murder Mike? What's going on? I am I am doing pretty good, okay, all right, for a Friday night, uptight, outside, dynamite all night, because I had a chance today to go out and not wear a mask and walk into three establishments and not be questioned. Well, there you go. That's uh, that's the, the, the Nuevo Albuquerque, Nuevo Berkey, and uh, uh, you you heard about that crash there that we talked about about a week ago at uh, I-40 in Carla. I think we talked about it actually on Monday because it came out of the weekend, and they determined that mm-hmm. there were two people who had uh, come out of that with gunshot wounds. That puts us at 53. Uh, murderers on the year, Mike, uh, according to what we're doing. And, and by the way, if you can, uh, I know you can't see me, but I've got the Murder Mike t-shirt on. <laughs> I can't see you, but I, 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 I'm sure it's a vision of beauty to be beheld only by the gods. You know? So what's uh, going on? Uh, what, what, what did you find well, out? Did you find out more information? State police didn't report it for almost a week. 
Yeah, I know. And that, that's kind of suspicious, too, because when they said that the car hit an embankment went airborne, I listened to the entire radio traffic the whole time, and they never once mentioned anybody being shot in that car. So that, that kind of blew me away when they right. said that. So, yeah. um, but I mean, it's, you know, what, what can you say? They never, the bug things don't hit the band that I think should, but... Hey, is is know, that a little weird, say? Mike? I mean, as a former paramedic, someone who's been involved in... You know, trying to you know see what's happening, going out on the streets between you know police officers, state police, uh, paramedics. I mean, is that a little strange to see something like that uh, not being reported for over a week? Yes, it is. It's extremely unusual because I mean, the minute they had, anybody had gone to that car and they, and realized that there was two people that had been shot, uh, it would have changed all kinds of jurisdiction. Uh, the care, you know, the, it's the, the, the deceased, the handling of the deceased, who was called violent crimes. Because you'll notice, remember, not, but not even a week or, well, a little over a week ago, those three people that were shot in the valley. Right. They, they, had, they also had an accident. And the minute SO got up there and found out that they had been shot, the whole scenario, everything changed. Uh, they had to call in violent crimes. They had to, I mean, yeah, so. Yeah, I thought that was kind of unusual because even listening to radio traffic, I thought it was nothing more than a traffic accident that went bad. So, yeah. All right, let's set things uh, up for the weekend. Uh, we are at 53. I talked to one of the officers actually counting it, uh, the additional three, which would have put it put us at uh, 56. We're leading the way with the stats. Uh, there's a, Everyone's got different numbers at this point. It's really interesting. Uh, if you, if you listen to the news, they're like 43, 45. If they're you still reporting 31. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, Mayor Keller's got to get. We're on the right track. We're on the right track. Yeah. Uh, so uh, <laughs> let's set things up for the uh, the, the weekend. Uh, we are on pace for 128 or 134, depending upon the numbers that we're uh, touching right now. But uh, what do you have to uh, uh, say about this weekend? Uh, anything that uh, uh, expectations? Uh, what's been happening the last 24 hours? What, what's going on? I think we'll probably just start with the, what happened, what, what has transpired since Wednesday, because at one thirty in the morning on Wednesday, that is when uh, the at the uh, the disturbance was reported to APD at Unser and Paradise, and when they got there, they found a 41-year-old Sarah Gallegos had been stabbed to death, and then I guess not not more than 24 hours later. Her 16-year-old son, Michael Gallegos, had been arrested and charged with the murder. So, and the son claims she was on an LSD trip and didn't remember a thing. So that, so that it, let me let me jump in here. I actually know the family. Oh wow! Um, so this is oh, okay. uh, this is hitting pretty close to home. But yeah, she was. Uh, I met the kid. Uh, as yeah, I knew the kid. I met him when uh, he was young, uh, 16 years of age. Uh, essentially, he was playing video games. I'm not sure how much you know about this, but uh, he was playing video games, was tri- tripping on LSD, went wacky crazy on his mom naked, and uh, stabbed her, uh, who is a very... She was the oldest, uh, I believe, of three. Um, and uh, her dad is a really, really good dude. Um, but long story oh, short... My yeah, yeah. Well, long story short, uh, uh, not not good... Um, but, uh, yeah, another homicide here in the city of Albuquerque. So, um, Everybody lost out on that one. Uh, the worst. You know, a mom just... And yeah. she was a single mother. That's the other thing, too. About oh, it. I see. Yeah, so um, there you go. <laughs> okay, well, I, I just spoke. 
I was going to say my LSD trip never ended up that bad, but then again, I never took it. I deny everything because if you remember the 60s, you weren't there. So I'm going to move right on to the big story that everybody's been talking about, and that's the three shootings that occurred at Anna Casement. We might have okay, some uh, more new did. information, right? Uh, I think they've got some video footage potentially. They do. They, as a matter of fact, I just finished watching the video for about the third time. And it clearly shows a, a car coming out of the alley behind Mario's Pizza at San Pedro. And I think that cross street is like Cutler, one of those streets right there, right across from the mall. Oh, yeah, right there by Butterfield uh, Butterfield uh, Jewelers as well. Great, great place right, right there right by the mall. Yeah. Oh, Mario's has great lunches. They used to do that buffet for 10 bucks. Oh, that was good oh, stuff. Yeah. Uh, not Do you good. remember Mario's when it used to be over there on Central across from Highland High way back in the day? <laughs> I'm not that old, Mike. But, uh, yeah. Oh, that's right. I forgot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, great, great Italian family. One, one of the guys, uh, I, I forget their last name, but yeah, Eddie. He actually he's the only other Eddie that is not related to me that spells his name just like me. Not with an I-E, but with a Y. So, so uh, like Mario. Really? Okay. Yeah. I'll be darned. I'll just start calling you Fast Eddie. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of slow still, but uh, go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm like, but, well, uh, the point being was the fact that, uh, that it shows this car coming down the alley. It shows a person in a white T-shirt, the, the supposedly reported possible suspect, approach the car, and then it's, and in the, in the next clip of the video, Nick, the very next frame, it shows... Uh, Bullets flying from all all directions from within the car. It shows uh, bullets being going out the driver's window, or the the passenger window, the driver's uh, window, and the front windshield. So whoever the shooter was was in the car, not the, the person that was running alongside of it. It didn't look like it to me because the shots were being fired before this guy in the white t-shirt and the blue, blue jeans had even gotten in the car. And it looked like possibly maybe they had just dropped him off or he had, he was waiting for a ride. And because when the car drove by up past him, it showed him walking up to the car as if he was going to get into it. And then all of a sudden bullets started flying in it and it showed the guy in the white t-shirt running around the car, dodging bullets essentially. Then it shows him looking in the car, running, and then he comes back to the car maybe 30 seconds later, gets into the car, and then drives it off. So I think he was uh, maybe caught in the wrong place at the wrong time. It's, it's hard to say. I can only speculate at this point from watching the video. And as you know, every angle you watch a video can be different. But, you know, in watching it, I, and again, I reviewed it three or four times, and it, it, it definitely looked like the bullets had been fired before that person in white t-shirt had even gotten in the car. Bottom line is three people ended up dead at Anna Caseman Hospital, all suffering gunshot wounds. So that's, that's we finally figured out where the scene, where the actual shooting took place. And once again, I was behind the Mario's Pizza right there at San Pedro and uh, Claremont, not Claremont, but uh, Keller, one of those streets right there. Anyway, across the mall. Yeah, the, right, uh, the, the uptown pizza. area. I mean, uh, highest priced uh, office, uh, office space uh, anywhere in the. Uh, the state and uh, look what happens. I hey, mean, can I ask you, Jensen? This week <laughs> it's been tax preparation week for me. I, I'm just out of touch on everything. What was the victim profile of those three victims? Were they just regular young men and women like we usually expect? Or yeah, what, what do we know? Uh, mm -hmm. 
they have not released any information as far as the victims. Uh, possibly they may be they may be juveniles. They may be they may be juveniles. They may be pending uh, notification of next to the can. Um, I checked the APD website to see if there's anything there on it. Um, the PIO is not releasing any information either. In all the interviews I've watched on, on Gilbert the Gallegos is totally hours. worthless. Yeah, I mean the guy is the most yeah. worthless PIO. Uh, and a former Richardson yeah. hack. Yeah. The, 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 the PIO is a POS at this point. I mean, there's no no question about it. No, no I mean that the whole interference that he was running for Keller, following the quote unquote domestic that he was doing online. I mean, uh, that's mm-hmm. gonna, that's going to come out. I, I I have some more good information. So just letting you know, uh, keep it tuned in here to the Kiva. We'll tell you what's going on. Uh, what else, uh, Mur- uh, Murder Mike? Let, let's move let's move away from that. I believe that there was. Uh, two more overnight, in addition to, um, and and that is the aforementioned uh, vehicle, um, I-40 yeah, in Carlisle, correct? There's one, possibly two two more shootings that occurred last night. I'm, I'm still waiting to try to get, figure out what had happened, because with the wind, the way it was blowing around, um, I was having intermittent power outages, and so I'm getting on, off, on, off. <laughs> I was not having a good technical, I was having technical difficulties last night. <laughs> Please stand by, but um, but I can tell you the fact that we had between 9 and midnight, we had four uh, aggravated assaults, uh, two of them were at the same location, and uh, one suicide attempt, and that was on Spanish bit, and one uh, drunk down and out in the 4200 block of Central Southeast. And then after midnight, there was a total of uh, one assault, three domestic disturbances, six disturbance calls. Coors and Bridge, Wandebo and Central were shots were fired between two vehicles. And based on Altamont, I didn't get a chance to get the other vehicle description. It went too fast. And then three, and then uh, two or either either two or three more in the northwest area. So. Um, I kind of gives you a rundown of what happened in the last couple of nights, and again, we're still looking on finding out what what's the current current state of affairs, whatever they might be. So that's that's kind of a, a quick look at what happened in the in the hood while, while everybody was asleep last night. I appreciate that. Uh, I appreciate all the work. Don't forget to pick up your Murder Mike shirts uh, directly at uh, Monty Cigar Shop and uh, Murder Mike. You still got to pick up yours. I've got one. Honorary Murder Mike shirt for you. Oh, okay, man. I'll, I'll be glad to endorse anybody's shirt that they want. <laughs> Get those Sharpies out, ladies and gentlemen. There you go. Uh, good <laughs> stuff. Let's uh, check on uh, weather and traffic uh, with uh, Rudy Grande. And I'm going to tell you, the Murder Mike shirts are the hot ticket this afternoon, though people are buying a little of both. And we are at Monty Cigar Shop on San Mateo, just north of Carlisle. I'm sorry, just north of Comanche. Now, here's the uh, weather forecast. For the next couple hours, we're going to have the wind, but not as bad as it was earlier this afternoon. That's the good news. 81 degrees in Rio Rancho. At Altura Park, it's 80 and 79 at the Rock of Talk. All right, here's what's going on. That accident we told you about, I-25 southbound, right around Bobby Foster. That's still working, but that's in the middle of a construction zone. And at the end of the construction zone, yet another accident, I-25 southbound. It's going to be right there at Broadway. All in all, this is conspired for a very tough drive from the airport. A lot of folks thought, well, let's just cut across using Rio Bravo. 
not the best idea right now because it's pretty well sold out westbound from Broadway out to uh, 2nd Street. So you may want to use Broadway off of Rio Bravo and use that as your parallel to the 25. Save yourself a bunch of time. All right, again, we are here at Monte Cigar Shop. That's on San Mateo, just uh, north of Comanche. What a great humidor. I've been in that a couple of times today. It smells great in there. They've got lots and lots of cigars. Well, of course, right? Because of the temperature control, you're going to have more blends, more prices to choose from. You're going to get what you want. Just come talk to Tom, to Matt, to any of the people here. They'll be glad to help you out. And, of course, we got the Rock of Talk t-shirts, the Murder Mike t-shirts. And we are, again, at Monty Cigar Shop on um, San Mateo, just north of Comanche. With that, we're up to date. Now, let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. KBQ.FM, don't forget, 1490 KRSN in Santa Fe, and 107.1 up in Los Alamos. Call you're in the Kiva. Go ahead. Yeah, I do. While you're on your prime, uh, uh, I, for the for the couple dozenth time, I tried to uh, get somebody arrested for today. It was auto theft. Wow. A, neighbor, a neighbor has a has a car sitting out. Uh, and I, I live out where my uh, a few years ago my closest or my only neighbor within a mile was was one. Now there's like three or four within a mile. This one's like a quarter mile, a third of a mile away. And I can see over there because there's nothing out here. And uh, so I keep an eye on people's property. And uh, this, this has happened many, many times. I've sent literally like a half a dozen people in New Mexico to jail. And it would have been more than a dozen more except for law enforcement response. And I don't necessarily blame them for not being able to get here. Uh, but the response is so slow. Like today I, I called uh, I called the property owner and three minutes later I called uh, uh, law enforcement. And uh, 43 minutes later law enforcement never showed up. But the, the homeowner managed to make it uh, from... Uh, five, ten miles away over to 
to their own property before law enforcement did. Um, but uh, and and then the but the worst part is the uh, the, uh, the you know your dispatchers are not necessarily brain surgeons anywhere, uh, including in New Mexico. Well, sure. that comes up to okay. to, a, to as a surprise to anybody. But when I'm when I'm watching a crime in progress mm. and. Because of the politics of the day, I can't even defend my own property because you might arrest me if I try to defend my own property. Mm-hmm. I got to call you guys, and then you never show up until 45 minutes later, and the thieves are gone by then. Right. Um, but, but then when when I'm reporting to a dispatcher what's going on, and a dispatcher that is lucky to have graduated from high school uh, is... Uh, <laughs> is telling me a former right. airline pilot talking over me and trying to control the conversation and right. I'm trying to direct them in and then they 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 get mad at me and turn me over to their sure. detective in our right. county yeah you're, uh, the, you're the problem david that's what they'll that's I'm what they'll the bad, tell you yeah. yeah right and you're all yeah. you're trying to do is report and keep things safe and you want things to be good. I mean, you know, uh, David uh, Showkiller is like the open nerve of Albuquerque. Everything that's wrong with Albuquerque, this guy is receiving it all. And you can just hear him as he's trying to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. And he can't get it done. Mm-hmm. And, and, David, I'm going to come over the top of you. I appreciate your phone call. Look forward yeah. to your phone calls on Free Talk Live. But let me let me just say this. He does, David likes to call into Free Talk Live. He'll be on, on Sunday. You'll be on uh, Free Talk Live Sunday, right, David? Yep. <laughs> Automatic? Yeah, show killer uh, there. So, very quick, let me say this. Um, so, we're in this cul-de-sac. I've been telling you about what happens here in this cul-de-sac. So, I'm recording the show this morning with Dr. Summers. Dr. Summers is, you know, someone uh, who is, you know, one of one of my very best friends. Somebody I what value. A solid human being. Yeah, I just, I value him very highly. Uh, he's true north. I look for him uh, for any advice, especially medical advice. Love doing the show with him. I care about the man, which I can't say about. Um, you know, I, I probably do care about everybody, but he's a guy that I care about, and I'll separate him in that I care about him. And he came in to do the show this morning, and I saw one of those Can-Am vehicles. You know, they're uh, like a ATV. I don't know. I think they're like twenty-five, thirty grand, like very expensive vehicles. So the Can-Am vehicle comes down, and I'm, like, prepping, making his coffee, getting him all ready so we can, you know, go ahead and do it. He, he does, does he have a rider? Does he Does he only green M&Ms in the bowl? Or oh, how much do you prepare for him when he comes No, I just I like to be prepared. I, no, he's a respectable man. Yeah. He deserves respect. So he, he comes in, and I'm like, uh, Dr. Summers, did you see that wreck downstairs? There's a, there's a wreck. The Can-Am is flipped, and some other black truck has run into it. And I'm like... What the heck is going on? So I, I, I'm like, oh wow, the Can Am and there's blood coming out of the guy's head. All right here on the the, the corner of uh, Renard and and uh, whatever Miles Road here, and I'm and I'm looking at it because all these you know um, Mexican mafia guys come in to spin their trucks, and you've seen it, right? Oh, I mean, you've you've, you've seen and heard <laughs> and felt. Yeah, felt. You you definitely feel it. And this Can Am thing flips and. Nobody shows up. So I said, Dr. Summers, go out, go go take care of him, and uh, can you make sure he needs medical attention, and let's do what we can to possibly save him, right? Yeah, because, oh, uh, Dr. Summers assessed him, talks about a brain bleed, uh, uh, has the amnesia, uh, has all this kind of stuff. He needs to get to a trauma uh, surgeon 
uh, soon because he's bleeding between the brain and the skull, Ooh. which is a bad place mm-hmm, to, mm-hmm. to 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 bleed. And I've got pictures, and I went to go talk to the building manager and all this kind of stuff. Takes like twenty minutes. I'm not kidding. The Albuquerque Police Department to show up. Do you know how many police officers we have here in the airport area? Seventeen. Yeah, they're like twenty-four-seven. Yeah, yeah. But guess who does show up? Homeland Security police officers. Over Four unmarked vehicles all show up immediately, and they're like uh, assessing the situation. They're like, well, if you guys need uh, the 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 video, it's up there. You know, here's what you need. Oh, the the woman gets out. Uh, the police officer from the Albuquerque Police Department, totally worthless. Shows up. Got her mask on. Yeah. We've already been assessing the, the victim. We've already been assessing the, the situation. And then about 25 minutes into it, the ambulance shows up. Uh, Bernalillo County Rescue and 25 Fire. 25 minutes for the ambulance? Yeah. For them so to just Dr. Summers up. just trying to do what he can? For so he's standing over. He already knows exactly because, you know, the, the man, is he's older. He's been around the block a few times. You know, they push him out of the way after he already knows exactly what's happening. It's like... The, the victim saying, well, uh, like, totally, totally numb, wants to go to Loveless Hospital. I mean, nothing's going to get solved in this, in, in, in the city of Albuquerque when you have those types of response time. Yeah. He's talking about 43 minutes, you know, somebody else, an hour, hour and a half. I mean, no one responds to anything here in this city. Nothing is an emergency. If you need help. The last thing that, that you're calling is 911. Mm-hmm. You're more likely... So three or four private vehicles show up. Uh, BCSO fire, a fire engine shows up. I mean, it was mass chaos. I, I think what you, what you experienced today, Eddie, was something Glenn Beck uh, heard on this network said years and years ago, and I, I it, it stayed with me ever since, which is not to disparage police and fire and not to disparage them, but the true first responders are the people just walking around when one of these yeah, things happens. We are. They're really. The, I hate to say it, but they're really the second responders. Yeah. The people on the street, the people who stop their cars when they see somebody who needs aid, they're the real first responders. And so you and Dr. Summers were the real first responders today. And he assessed exactly uh, what was actually happening. So I, I would want Dr. Summers assessing my condition if I were in a, in a tight jam. He is. Uh, I am so impressed with that man. One of the most impressive people I've met in, in this state by far. Uh, Eddie, why do you talk to this guy? He is a rat. I don't, I don't, I'll, I'll, anybody can call in. I'll tolerate the phone call as long as I possibly can. Eddie, all these murders, why don't we do another useless uh, gun buyback program? <laughs> um, Rudy's lighting it, not hiding it at Monty's. Tell Rudy, light it, doesn't, don't hide it, bro. <laughs> Park it and spark it, meth heads, breaking bed. Yeah, this guy just tells me jokes all day long. Uh, let's see. Oh, getting lots and lots and lots of good information. Thank you. Uh, PNM is trying to sell itself to a company in Spain. Yes. Which has stockholders in China. I haven't heard the latest on that. Uh, I am I am officially on the case. I haven't been able to turn my attention to it this weekend. I will be starting my deep dive on the Avan grid. Can you do PNM me a market. favor? Can you do me a favor? Can you go take a walk and like uh, step out of like doing any work this weekend? You, is that okay? Is that possible? Can we get you to relax for like three hours? <laughs> the thing is, it's called uh, it's called job security in New Mexico. You, have, you don't for, have anything to do. For, for sleaziness, anywhere. corruption, oh bad policy, it never ends, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, Bill Gates' mother directly tied to IBM and Watson Computers. Watson was the name of the machine that selected the number of Jewish people for the Nazis. Then Bill's dad, head of Planned Parenthood. Wow. Yeah, Mary Gates, I, I looked oh. this up last hour. Mary Gates played a big part, this is according to biography.com, 
played a big part early on in the success of her son Bill's Microsoft. She was on the board of United Way. She met with the CEO of IBM, mm. which eventually, uh, and she eventually introduced uh, uh, Bill to IBM. The encounter eventually led to Microsoft and IBM striking their initial software deal. So uh, mm. it's it's nice to have the right connections in life, isn't it? Oh, it was set up for the beginning, uh, right from the very beginning for Mr. Bill Gates. Don't forget Mel Walker is buddies with Klaus Schwab, the great reset. He loathes some Klaus Schwab. Uh, Buffett also owns BNFS, uh, BNSF Railway, really? gas and oil transport in and out of the state of New Mexico. I wonder how Luna Power will affect my 10 acres east of Deming. Uh, interesting. Uh, Eddie sounds to me like Bill Gates wanted to own, his, own a state. I guess he wanted to know how it felt to own people or at least their walkers. I wonder where Bill Gates had his actual residence at here. Only we had his cell phone. Eddie, why are we still wearing masks everywhere? The CDC said we don't have to. That if people are vaccinated, we were promised to get back to normal. Biden even said, get vaxxed or stay masked. Uh, that was the most ridiculous. Uh, talk about total dictator, uh, dictatorship. This is all a lie because I walked around with no mask today and the mask Nazis were in full force. I got a little guff at the, at the tax preparer today and I said... Didn't you hear yesterday? The CDC said we're okay. They got, they had to shut up. <laughs> uh, Mark Moores is officially the ugliest CD1 candidate with the worst shoes I've ever seen on a man uh, and the fattest ass I have ever seen. Look at that, dude. Uh, yeah. Seriously, take care of yourself, man. Uh, before you run for Congress, like... He looks like a walking heart attack. You know, I hate to say it, but, you know, politics like, is marketing, and, and the optics count. Uh, maybe they could have gone with somebody better. His looks like chewed bubblegum. And he it's, just looks rumpled all the time. You know, like, he's, like, he, like he just rolled out of bed. I mean, it's gross. <laughs> I have to look at that. The soccer moms aren't looking for that in a politician. They're going with with Mel. Oh, enjoying your show coming home from Albuquerque from Farmington, 80 miles out. So glad I have the app because I can't quite pick up the station yet. Uh, have a great weekend. Gracias. I appreciate that. Uh, in the 1930 census, AZ had a population of 435,000 to 423,000 in New Mexico. Today, AZ has a population of 7.3 million to New Mexico's 2.1 million. Yep. What's the difference? Policy. Policy. What 90 years of single-party Democratic rule has done to the state, and voters still vote for Democrats. Um, Eddie, you just said 400 Republicans voted. I thought you were going to read the rest of the We did. We did the rest of the numbers, did we yeah. not? 150 yeah. declined to staters and over 1,000 Democrats. There we go. That's uh, that's uh, all it is. So we appreciate everybody uh, tuning in to the Kiva. Let's check one more time. Weather and traffic. Uh, sounds like a hot time out there at uh, Monty's The Car Shop with... Light them if you got them. You're right. It is great out here at Monty's. And we're going to put things together starting with the weather. Uh, first of all, the winds are going to be totally gone by the time the sun sets. All right. That's the good go. news. I'm sorry? No, no, I said uh, that's, uh, that's good. Sorry, Rudy. I, I realized no, there was like a one-second delay. Go ahead. Yeah, and so we've got, uh, what, 81 degrees in uh, Rio Rancho and Knob Hill. It is 80 and it is 79th Rock of Talk. I really hate to talk about that. I-25 southbound, it is just getting crushed right now. Um, westbound, I'm sorry, southbound on 25 at uh, uh, Bobby Foster. That accident is still working. And further southbound at Broadway, that one as well. Tough drive all the way from the Sunport. Other than that, the only other real tough spot is going to be on uh, Unser. North and southbound, one lane each direction in Rio Rancho between west side out to southern with construction there. All right, we are at Monty Cigar Shop and with Matt. Now, Eddie was talking about some white cigar. The Davra cigar. It's about as good as you can get. Um, I don't even know where to start. There, there's so much history <laughs> with the cigar. It goes all the way back to, you know, the 1940s. 
if you've never had a cigar, or even if you've had a cigar, this is the great place to start or raise your game. Okay, so... I love that cigar. It, I'm not even kidding, Rudy. It is the best cigar. You could smoke that cigar and be okay. It's so different from any other cigar. It is... It's worth every dollar that, that you spend on that stick. It's amazing. Is it actually white? Uh, it's got a white label on oh, okay. it. Yeah, but the tobacco. I mean, and, and you don't even have to be a cigar smoker to like it. Mm -hmm. That's the funny thing about it. I'm just that. looking online. Of flavors of leather, roasted nuts, black oh. pepper, and spices? Seriously? And, and you don't drink it with anything but coffee. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I tell you, it just brings it all out. It's amazing. So, yeah. There it is. All right, Rudy, take us out. All right, well, listen, thanks. you got to come on by Monster Cigar Shop, San Mateo, just north of Comanche. And with that, we're up to date now. We dive back into the Rock of Talk. T'was in another lifetime, one of toil and blood. When blackness was a virtue, the road was full of mud. I came in from the wilderness, a creature void of form. Come in, she said, I'll give you shelter, shelter from, from the storm. If I pass this way again, you can rest assured. I'll always do my best for her, on that I give my word. In a world of steel at death and men who are fighting to be warm. Come in, she said, I'll give ya shelter from the storm. That's at the top of the hour of Fox News. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Third hour up next. Back to Epstein and all the connections to the corruption here in New Mexico. Risk involved. Everything up to that point had been left unresolved. Try imagining a place where it's always safe and warm. Come in, she said, I'll give you shelter from the storm. I was burned out from exhaustion, buried in the hail. was based on science. I'm Lisa Lacerra, Fox News. White House COVID response coordinator Andy Slavitt says the decision yesterday by the CDC to ease mask guidelines for people who are fully vaccinated has nothing to do with politics. It has to do with the number of cases of COVID-19. We've had a 30% drop in the last week or so. Uh, secondly, there is evidence that the vaccines work at preventing the spread now, which Many people suspected, but they now have some good data on. Slavitt says they didn't find out until late Wednesday night that the CDC was going to announce the change yesterday. The CDC and TSA have come out with a joint statement tonight reminding those who are traveling by plane, bus, train, or other form of public transportation that you are still required to wear a mask. An Ohio city reaches a settlement in a civil lawsuit brought by the family of a black man shot to death by a police officer. The city of Columbus is paying $10 million in the city's largest settlement ever for the family of Andre Hill, who was fatally shot by a Columbus police officer in December as Hill emerged from a garage holding his cell phone. The first step to being able to get poor justice. 
we're vigilant and focused that we also get criminal accountability. Family attorney Ben Crump, the officer involved, Adam Coy, later fired and now faces murder charges for which he's pled not guilty. State and federal prosecutors and the FBI are also investigating. Fox's Jeff Manasso, leaders in Brooklyn Center, Minnesota, where a police officer is charged with shooting Dante Wright during a traffic stop last month, are expected to vote tomorrow on a resolution that would put the city on track for police reforms, which would include creating new divisions of unarmed civilian employees to handle non-moving traffic violations and to respond to mental health crises. It would also limit situations in which officers could make arrests. America is listening to Fox News. Progressive Motorcycle presents Road Wisdom from the Motor. Find your balance. Keep riding. And if you stop, put your feet down so you don't fall. Progressive Motorcycle also presents roadside assistance. Progressive Motorcycle for those who were born to ride. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Is a new war with China coming? Even Henry Kissinger is warning Americans. Now, Newsmax's Grant Stinchfield looks at the dangerous red dragon and shows how Trump's policies worked. Tune in tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern to see Stinchfield's series, The Dangerous Dragon. Newsmax TV is on all major cable systems. If you don't get it, tell your cable operator you want it. Or download the free Newsmax app on your phone and start watching right away. Millions are watching Newsmax. So should you. Republicans have selected their number three leader, and she's a strong supporter of former President Trump. New York Republican Elise Stefanik has joined House Republican leadership, elected by colleagues who ousted Wyoming Republican Liz Cheney from the number three leadership post earlier this week. My focus is on unity because that's what the American people and that's what our voters deserve. Stefanik had the support of party leaders and former President Trump. I believe that voters determine the leader of the Republican Party, and President Trump is the leader that they look to. Uh, I support President Trump. Cheney was removed after critical comments she's made about the former president's refusal to accept the election results. On Capitol Hill, Jared Halpern, Fox News. More than 15 years in prison for a former, a former Army Green Beret who admitted turning over military secrets to Russia over a 15-year period. At sentencing, Peter Devins of Gainesville, Virginia, told the court he was victimized by the Russian intelligence service, but prosecutors said Debbins never told the FBI anything about being blackmailed and that he fabricated that excuse. The CDC's decision to relax rules on mask wearing could change the experience at theme parks, but not necessarily where you shop. Walt Disney's CEO Bob Chapek says he expects to see an immediate increase in the number of people allowed in its U.S. theme parks after the CDC's update, saying fully vaccinated people can meet indoors and outside without wearing a mask. Chapek says it's very very big news for Disney, particularly if anyone has been in Florida in the middle of summer with a mask on. However, Target says it will continue to require all of its coronavirus safety measures in stores, including masks and social distancing. Target does say it's reevaluating the guidance. Ginny Kosilda, Fox News. Wall Street, the Dow plus 360, the NASDAQ A304, the S&P added 61. I'm Lisa LaSara, and this is Fox News. All right, it is time we put things together for our third hour. Hi, everybody. I'm Rudy Grande, and 
We are at Monty Cigar Shop. This is on San Mateo, just north of Comanche. And I got to tell you, the winds, uh, they look like they're dying down almost completely right now, but they see by sunset all gone. And tomorrow we hit another day with uh, mid to upper 80s and no 90s quite yet. But right now it's 81 degrees in Rio Rancho. At uh, ABQ Uptown it is 80 and 79 at the Rock of Talk. A third accident. I'm sorry to say on I-25 southbound. They cleaned the one up at Bobby Foster. They cleaned the one up down at Broadway. But now in between the two, another accident. So through that construction zone, you're dialing up under 25 miles an hour leaving the airport. As far as the drive on the west side, still it's going to be Unser one lane. And a lot of folks are wanting the one lane on each side of Unser between west side through Cabazon on up to southern. All right, we're at Monty's Cigar Shop with the Rock of Talk t-shirts, with the uh, Murder Mike t-shirts, and with Matt, the owner of Monty's Cigar Shop. Matt, I don't want to sound like a wimp, but do you have flavored cigars? Yes. Like <laughs> fruit-flavored cigars? <laughs> you name it, we have it. See, this is what I love. It's because they've got this big humidor. This is the largest humidor in the entire Southwest. You've got to come see this. Listen, we're going to be here again next Friday. So when you come, just just plan an extra 15 minutes to go through that. Over 2,000 types of cigars. Tons of blends. Tons of great prices. So whatever you're wanting, they got it for you. Just ask for Matt, Tom, Dale, any of them. They will be glad to help you out. So uh, tomorrow, what time do you open, Matt? 9 o'clock. 9 o'clock. All right, and you're open all day, so this would be the time to come see the humidor. Monty Cigar Shop, San Mateo, just north of Comanche. And with that, we're up to date. Now we dive back into the Rock of Talk. Into it, uh, I think Rudy is gone. He is, and uh, thanks to everybody who showed up over to uh, Monty Cigar Shop here on a uh, wonderful Friday afternoon. We got to get back uh, to all the news that is news. I've got a great uh, T-shirt for the month of June. Uh, Brian is uh, working hard on it. Uh, I love Rudy, Eddie. Uh, great, thank you to the Los Lunas Bosque Farms. A Sunday, New Mexico State Police that caught the crackhead that stole my daughter's vehicle last Friday. Yeah, hey, right. 110 mile an hour chase that ended with him being tased and booked. Good, good stuff. Don't tase me, bro. <clears throat> yeah. 
the guy was getting carried out, right, of a city council uh, deal. John Kerry, um, I think, was that yeah, was a speaker. Uh, Eddie, I tried to catch all your shows, but missed the part with Bill Gates and his New Mexico connections. Any chance today's show will be a repeat? Uh, won't be, but we're going to put it on uh, SoundCloud, and then we'll now that we finally are back into our TV spot, uh, which is uh, RockofTalk.tv, you'll have that uh, uh, playing there. Um, Rudy, great job today. Great job to all the people who uh, showed up. Um, this is an interesting one. Uh, Eddie, I went to buy plants today. Did not have my mask. A lot of people put their hand over their face. Because <laughs> you didn't. How did they know? Like, So here's the question, right? Because it's now the honor system. How do they know you didn't have your vax? Hmm. Are people running around with their vax card literally stapled to the top of their foreheads? Like, is that what happens now? Like, you have your, your yeah. vax card right down? I think it was 60 or 70 years ago, those yellow stars pinned on your shirt. Oh, yeah, there. I remember yeah. that. That, that was effective message. Yeah, very, very, very effective. <laughs> they uh, marched us uh, straight into the incineration camp oh. uh, during that time. Uh, I am of Jewish heritage and uh, no, it's... See, uh, I need a mask. I did uh, I did the back and forth over my mouth like an old Indian movie. They all got angry at me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's very funny. You guys are funny. Uh, good good people. Um, are we talking about COVID outbreaks any longer? Going forward, can there be a COVID outbreak? If we're having vaccinations yeah. and stuff like that. Well, don't, remember, don't forget the remember, CDC director the said five or six weeks ago she sensed impending doom. That was just five or six weeks ago. Yeah, that was, that was a tough one. Yeah, we were all supposed to uh, jump, jump into that. So. They, they know that we write down what they say. They know that we record what they say. They know that we keep Has it ever occurred to them yet? Uh, stats of what we say? Okay. Uh, Dowd, I'm so sorry we don't have you on video. Your family is missing you right now. Your family really loves you. Some members of my family love me. <laughs> Some less so. <laughs> All right. Uh, 550-5500, the Republican Party uh, out in Amarillo. Ugh. That's tomorrow? Christy Nome will be speaking tonight. And uh, the festivities run until Sunday afternoon. So uh, in Amarillo by morning. Uh, so that's what's going on uh, out there. They're all gathering around uh, gubernatorial candidates, uh, future candidates. Uh, I've seen, you know, several pictures uh, so far. So that's going to be fun to uh, sort of cover on Monday. We'll we'll get some uh, more information and <gasps> they finally ch- no, I, they did. They they already did. I, I remember checking a couple of weeks ago. They they've corrected the spelling of Christine Ohm. So finally, yeah. Insult your keynote speaker. That was a great call by you folks. I'm glad to think. I'm glad to say that we have lots of listeners inside the Republican Party. We do. Okay. Yeah. Well, they they wouldn't have changed it otherwise. Or else, who else would have corrected them on on any of that information? Okay, so let's get back to uh, Bill Gates and Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, this coming from January 2011. Let's repeat. Gates and Epstein were joined by Eva Anderson Dubin, Miss Sweden, who dated uh, May 3rd, 2011. James Staley. J.P. Morgan, Lawrence Summers, and Boris Nikolic, Gates Foundation Science Advisors. That's what's happened. Uh, we told you about that. Uh, now let's talk about Gates, uh, his investment group, Cascade, Sapphire, USDA. The farm took a year to build. Let's remember who the largest farm land owner in the country is, Bill Gates. 634 full-time construction workers required $85 million from Sapphire, backed by USDA, loan guarantee, as well as a $50 million grant from the Department of Energy, who is the former head of the Department of Energy, none other than uh, Mr. Billy Miller? Bill Richardson. The rest of the farm will require a lot more money. Sapphire is raising $144 million from investors, including agricultural company called Monsanto. Sapphire has already raised $300 million 
300 million from investors including Bill Gates investment firm Cascade Monsanto wants access to Sapphire's genetic research of course that's what it's all about it's about getting inside your body a uh, great uh, film to uh, what, is it Michael Clayton oh you I'm still you so glad you recommended that. That was something. Even though I hate Clooney, it was a good movie. I feel proud <laughs> to have uh, told you about that yes. movie. Montana wants access to Sapphire's genetic research technology. Use it for its own agricultural development. It can isolate traits in algae like high yields and stress traits. That stress traits, excuse me, that could be used to tweak its other crops. Monsanto had said. Uh, let's talk about the origins of uh, Bill Gates and Microsoft uh, here. Paul Allen. Uh, was roaming the streets and now deceased uh, Paul Allen. The demonstration held at MIT's offices in Albuquerque, MITS Albuquerque, was a success and resulted in a deal with MITS to distribute an interpreter as Altair Basic, which was a programming language. Is that not correct? Mm-hmm. For uh, the Basic, I remember that you used to buy Basic. I, I'm a former IT guy. Just FYI, uh, got my MCSE, which is a Microsoft certified. Um, specialist. I did my Cisco. I did A plus. Did Network plus, and then uh, I did my CCNA, which allowed me to get a job in a Fortune 500 company, which is a Cisco certified network administrator. Oh. So I could set those things up. But my proudest achievement had to do with the operating system that was used, and it was effectively known as the Tree. Have you ever heard of the Tree? No. Do you know what uh, Network Directory Services is? Oh my God! I can't even believe I'm saying any of this stuff. I'm I'm ruining our audience this <laughs> afternoon. Eddie's <laughs> talking about Microsoft Exchange servers and network uh, directory services. No, so all of the network directory services, which is called the tree. So if you ever clicked on a C or a D drive and it mm-hmm. kind of goes all the way down, well, that's basically what NDS is. Mm-hmm. And that actually came not from Microsoft. It came from a company called Novell. Novell. Do you know about uh, Novell? Utah? Are they in Utah? Where they are in Utah. Utah. Um, uh, what did, it's a network service. So it was 4.11 certi- certified. Never got Novell 5 certified because that never really took off. Uh, 411 switched over to 5. You, you guys are totally nerding out on computer language here. So here I am kind of doing that. You have no idea what I'm talking about. That's totally fine. Uh, but this is effectively what became Microsoft Exchange Server and then Microsoft 2003, you know, all of the uh, Windows uh, programming that came out of that so that that way they could understand how to that will have, have a way of drag and drop and organizing files. GUI, GUI. Yeah. Graphical yeah. user interface. Yeah, gra- graphical user no, interface. I knew Novell had uh, what was considered the best word processing program much no. better not than Novell. Microsoft. It was Word Perfect is much better than Microsoft Word. I remember using Word Perfect in the nineties and it was a superior product in my view. Lotus one two three, that's the best. Yep. There's no uh doubt. Spreadsheet, right? It's spreadsheet. Yeah. yeah, Lotus one two three. I just love it. It was so complex and I really got it. <laughs> I totally would would nerd out with that stuff. But uh anyway, the NDS became uh something that Microsoft uh, ultimately acquired and Novell uh, was run by a guy. Uh, I'm going to throw a name out there. It, I don't know if this, any of this means anything to anybody out there. Eric Schmidt, do you know who he is? Uh, Google guy, right? Oh, uh, now a Google guy, former Novell guy, came out of the whole entire background. And that's how you see the merging of these uh, companies is it comes by way of their head. So uh, let's go back to 1975, back in the day. Albuquerque was in a success, resulted in a deal with MITS to distribute... Oh, by you guys. So all the nerds are coming out, just to let you know. Paul Allen was hired into MITS 
and Gates took a leave of absence from Harvard to work at Allen and Mitts in Albuquerque in November of 75. They named their partnership Micro and Soft and had their first office located in Albuquerque, San Pedro and Central. I believe that uh, one Steve Maestas now owns that property and had their first office located in Albuquerque. Within a year, the hyphen was dropped. November 26, 76, the trade day Microsoft was registered with the office of the Secretary of the State of New Mexico. There you go, folks. The company moved from Albuquerque to its new home in Bellevue, Washington on 1179 after the former rejected his loan application. Who rejected the loan application for Microsoft? Does anybody know? What did Paul Allen and Bill Gates do? They went to the city of Albuquerque to try and get a loan. Who was the mayor at the time? I think it was uh, Harry Kinney. That, that, that about right? I believe so. I'll confirm it. Yeah, I believe that uh, 79 was Harry Kinney. Uh, fast forward 40 years later to uh, Gates and Branson and Geothermal Energy. Breakthrough Energy, whose investment portfolio is partly focused on battery and geothermal storage, has a long list of investors, including its board chairman and billionaire Bill Gates and Richard Branson. More connections uh, between these two. David uh, Rusk would have been the mayor. Though. Rusk, oh wow, totally. From 77 to 81. Nobody knew who the hell that guy was. Uh, let's talk about Gates and Branson and Necker Island. Uh, one coming from the article, which you can find directly at virgin.com. Bill and his wonderful wife, Melinda, have visited the other St. James, little St. James, known as Necker Island. What do we know about Necker Island, Dowd? Well, it's uh, owned by Mr. Branson, <coughs> and uh, he parties there with uh, naked supermodels and... Uh, I think his former brother-in-law, who was at one point married to Kate Winslet, uh, he, he likes to party down there. Uh, he's also, I believe, had the Nexium crazy sex cult, there you cult go. down there. There it is. Uh, he claims he wasn't on the island at the time, which uh, maybe is true. Who knows? You know, who knows? So. Yeah. A, lot, a lot of overlap between a lot of these people. Hmm. So interesting. Uh, more stuff. Uh, Gates and Branson connections. Restoring and visualizing the changing. Back in 2010, they did uh, a, a uh, a speech. I don't know. What, what do you call it? Think, uh, he's going to do another one on June 9th of next next month. Restoring and visualizing the changing entrepreneurial identities of Bill Gates and Richard Branson. Uh, culture and organization. Uh, this actually have You can find this at uh, New Mexico State University. Huh? Uh, more stuff. SoftBank. Now connected to... I want a drum roll here. Richard Branson. Bill Gates. And others invest $161 million in 2020 in the cell-based meat startup, Memphis Meats. Can you look that up real quick? Meat startup. <laughs> Arby's, we have the meats. <laughs> you know who has the meat sweats? Mark Moore. <laughs> he does. He has the meat sweats. You ever seen someone have the meat sweats? Yeah. He has. Uh, Upside Foods, formerly known as Memphis Meats, is a food technology company oh. headquartered where? Berkeley, California, aiming to grow sustainable cultured meat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I'll go with the real thing. <laughs> uh, Ain't nothing like the real thing, baby. There is nothing like the real thing. Bill Gates and SoftBank Group Corporation Chief Executive Masayoshi Son... Am I being racist by saying Masayoshi son? If I say it like that, is it racist? I mean, when you imitate somebody, people usually see that as a form of affection. Absolutely. That's what I thought. 
prior to people going totally woke. Uh, if you wanted to be really racist, Eddie, I mean, just theoretically, you'd say something like, Confucius say, oh, Confucius when a state sinks $200 million into <laughs> boondoggle in desert, taxpayers get ripped off. That would be very racist. Oh. We would never say something like that. Oh. Okay. <clears throat> Maybe you're right. Uh, SoftBank and Chief Executive Masayoshi-san proposed to build and launch some 500 small satellites intended to provide unmatched video coverage of the globe. <laughs> Who comes up with these? You know what? I've been really thinking lately. You know what we really need? We need a bunch of satellites out there looking at Earth. I mean, can you... Uh, I think Al Gore had that idea. <laughs> originally. Um, the Earth... The Earth LLC project is still in the formative stages without a firm price tag. Of course, it doesn't. It, it's in... You have no value on it, which is why people and governments can throw in, uh, unlimited amounts of money at it. It is a potential completion, competition, excuse me, for instance, Stratolaunch Systems, founded by billionaire Paul Allen, plans to launch satellites with small rockets carried under the wings of giant carrier aircraft. Dowd, we should just, I'll tell you what we need to do. People need to think of us as the smartest people ever. And then, because we're so incredibly smart, we can start talking about things that have no practical place mm. on this earth mm -hmm. okay and then what we do is we come up with this scheme where we can go ahead and swindle just a few politicians oh yeah and because i'm very charismatic just send me into a room oh i'm gonna make it all, i'm gonna make it all work okay? like cold 45 it works every time <laughs> I'm, gonna, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna swindle people into parting ways with a certain amount of money in the state investment council the new mexico finance authority uh -huh. to go uh -huh. ahead and invest in what i'm doing and then on the flip side of that I'm going to go out there and I'm going to sell Kevin Robinson Avi Law, the Albuquerque Journal 4, 7, and 13, and let them know that we are going to go ahead and launch our product, Widgets, mm -hmm. in space, mm -hmm. and that it will totally change, it'll change humanity forever. I think with the Eddie Aragon persona, as long as you salt your remarks with all of whatever the buzz, buzzwords mm. that are prevalent in the, in the environment at the given time, so you'd have to say things, things like... Um, Moonshots. Moonshot. Like okay. Yeah. Uh, transformative change. Just pepper this stuff in. Uh, 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 get game changers. Another one. Disruptive oh, technology. Like yeah. With we're with, but we're gonna have a special focus on underserved communities. If you put that you put that all together. Eddie Aragon salesmanship. Boom. I'm uh, a billionaire within a month. You, can you go back to that nice intro that we had yesterday when you were talking about the masks? Uh, oh, yes. And their wonderful stuff. Uh, it was so eloquent. Oh, you like that? Okay. Well, yeah, I, I, how could you not? How could I not like that? Uh, SoftBank uh, Air Environment Spaceport America. SoftBank CEO Masasose Sean Masayoshi Sean. Oh my gosh, I'm just totally butchering that. Wants the Japanese conglomerate to be viewed as an investment company. We want you to look at us not as someone who's taking from the government, not an operating one. SoftBank is now the investment company rather than an operating company. Its revenues and profits are relevant, he said. You can forget about those numbers. Instead of profits, Sun urged the crowd to focus on SoftBank's shareholder value, the equity value of its holdings minus the debt. Is that even a real name? That probably means John Smith in Japanese, don't mm, you think? Mm, mm. If you say, uh, I'm Masayoshi Sean, I'm John Smith in... All right, uh... Yeah, start start that show from yesterday that, that, that you did. You had your oh uh, right the face down. diaper. Yes. Well, I couldn't adjust to the new reality because the face <laughs> diaper is everything. All is of the face diaper. Nothing is outside the face diaper. The face diaper goes better with Coke. The face diaper is the pause that refreshes. The face diaper 
takes us to flavor country. Uh, the face diaper, because I'm worth it. Uh, the face diaper melts in my mouth, not in my hands. And most importantly, the face diaper is the fabric of our lives. Oh, man. Just, uh, there it is. It's all encapsulated right there. I was going to play uh, 2001's uh, Space Odyssey as you were saying it slowly as we came into, you know. Actually, one you missed, Dow 3000. That's Strauss, by the way. Oh, Strauss, of course. Damn it. Damn it. Not the Wagner. Strauss. <laughs> Blue Danube is another good one. Yeah, Strauss. over the Blue Danube. All right. Uh, more from Gates, Branson, and SoftBank. Bill Gates and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation uh, talk about uh, this with their Breakthrough Energy Ventures is a group of investors who are working together in a fund that is patient, flexible, and committed to the guiding principles of breakthrough energy doubt, including <laughs> supporting net zero emissions technology, ensuring affordable, reliable, and clean energy for all. Uh, Gates and Branson say consumers of genetic beef. <laughs> I can't read that. It's so funny. Um, let's see. More stuff. Safety issue failure to launch. Uh, 2021, this coming from just a couple of days ago, uh, we have a delay. We were supposed to uh, launch Virgin Galactic this month. Is yep. that? Uh, third delay. It started, what, in December? They rescheduled for February. They rescheduled for May. And now, who knows? Okay, so here we go. Virgin Galactic evaluating timeline for next flight test. Following Eve's last post-slide inspection, we tagged a quote-unquote, they state, potential wear and tear issue is requiring further evaluation and analysis to see if any additional action is necessary, according to Michael uh, Moses, president of the company Space Missions and Safety. And, of course, the VMS Eve is named after Richard Branson's mother, and it looks like uh, the old gray mare just ain't what she used to be. Uh, Eve, is the, that's the carrier uh, spacecraft. It's the carrier plane that takes the rocket ship up to 40,000 feet. So if the carrier plane is dysfunctional and the, pl and the, space, the rocket ship it's supposed to launch has all kinds of problems, you're doubly cursed, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Uh, more on that. Uh, fatigue and stress on the airframe of our four-engine carrier, known as the VMS Eve, as you just stated, was determined after a May the 4th flight. Company's president of human space flight said on a conference call in February, Virgin Galactic said an electromagnet. Do these people totally lose credibility and everything? Do their wives divorce them every time they go on one of these conference calls? Because they're such incredible liars. I tell you, Eddie. Uh, to, right. You're, I, I, I think it is something to laugh about. But I'm, you know, I'm going through the book uh, Test Gods, which there of course is. is it just came out, uh, and I got my finally got my review copy last, oh, Monday night, maybe. It's 300 pages, and I'm just sort of skipping around. It broke my heart last night to read the account of the fatality in 2014. It was the fall of 2014. <sighs> they did a test flight. It was a powered test flight. They lit the they, they lit the engine. Uh, they wanted to go supersonic, and there was a pilot error, a young guy, I think he was in his 30s, named Mike Allisbury. His wife and his two young children are down in Mojave on the ground watching the, the, the husband and the father perform this test flight. Of course, he there's a pilot error. The, the plane just disintegrates. Mr. Allisbury's killed. His co-pilot makes it back to Earth uh, with a badly damaged shoulder and sliced up and almost almost cut off oxygen because they were at 40 something, 48,000 feet and there's not a lot of oxygen up there when the plane came apart and these children watched their father die. So and when does, uh, you know, the comeuppance, this is a great saga. Uh, I think this is the next Star Wars, if you will, right? Uh, the genesis of that is 
watching your your father, who you knew would never go in, even though you didn't know at the time. But if you look back on history, because Dowd Muska uh, and Eddie Aragon were focused on this and told you ahead of time in the uh, going back to the uh, Wayback Machine mm-hmm. on the uh, Internet. You, in 2045, he comes back for the uh, aging, dying 85-year-old, uh, roughly Richard Branson, to go ahead and take him out for what he did to his dad. Right? It's a great story. Yeah, yeah it, it would be. It would be a revenge story. What emerges, you know, I'm skipping around in this. I'm going to have a on RockOfTalk.chat. I'll have a book review on Monday morning for everybody wow. uh, for only 15 cents a day, ladies and gentlemen. Subscribe. The now. guy will literally read an entire book for you. <laughs> I will. I will. <laughs> um, and what what emerges more than anything else, there's some real weaknesses with this book. The author talks a lot about himself. I don't know if you noticed that a lot of times now these journalists they just can't help injecting themselves into the story. This guy oh, yeah. writes a lot about his father and his upbringing. Like, just stick to the story. I'm writing a book about Spaceport America. You will hear nothing about my father in the book about Spaceport America. You will not rem- you'll not hear anything about my days in college. It's going to be about the corruption in New Mexico that created Spaceport America. But anyway, this book, what emerges more than anything else from this book, Test Gods, is how dangerous this rocket ship is, how complicated the engineering is, the aerospace engineering the difficulty of the seals and the epoxies and the resins that hold this thing together, the mo- the engine trouble with the type of uh, fuel and the type of oxidizer they're trying to get to work. This has been, it was always just too much of an ask, Eddie, to take technology this complicated, this dangerous, and make a regular passenger service out of it. It just, it was cursed from day one. And you, and... <laughs> Well, you know, I think I think the, the force the, is not strong in Richard Branson. I, I think the stock market is ultimately going to take down this company as it goes to <laughs> penny stock status. Um, but it, it's just the complex. What emerges from this book so far is the complexity of what they're trying to do. And these are brave men. These are test pilots, ex-military. Yeah. We respect the military in the Kiva, uh, Navy guys, Marine Corps guys, um, I, maybe even a couple of Air Force guys. You know, people who risked their lives, uh, served their country, fought in the Middle East, and uh, they, they they believe in what they're doing, but they just can't get this system to work right in a safe way for test pilots, much less the paying public. Um, and, you know, a rational person would have given up on this uh, a long time ago. And again, four, three people died on the ground in 2007 due to an explosion. Pilot died in the air in 2014, and they continue to press forward with this. Yeah. And uh, How hey, many has Blue Origin lost? Zero. That would be zero. Yeah. Uh, people need to understand that. Uh, call you in the Kiva. Go ahead. 631 here on a Friday evening. Go ahead, sir. Good afternoon, gentlemen. I knew it's it was Dave. I knew it was you, Dave. Hello, Dave. I'm afraid, I'm afraid I can't do that, Dave. Go ahead. <laughs> I was originally calling about the idea of alternative energy, and when I was a child, my parents said if we bottle the energy of a child, we'd have no problems with energy. It's an excellent point, Dave. I used to say about my nephew that uh, he he was a true fusion reactor because. He was had unlimited energy, and his waste was biodegradable. So that was. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> so so can I say something? Do you know about Monsters Inc? Uh, uh the movie. Yeah. You know uh, about that? I've seen. I want, I want you to be careful about making that reference, and only because it sort of stirs up the the pedophiles out there. And I think that whole entire Monsters Inc. 
is an attempt to sort of signal out to the pedophiles that what they're trying to do, and we talk about something uh, called adrenochrome. Uh, are you aware of what adrenochrome is? Uh, negative, but I do. Dictionary, Dave. Uh, when you call the Liberty Ladies, t- uh, Liberty Ladies tomorrow, uh, okay. uh, I, I can tell you, by the time you call them tomorrow, you will have looked at nothing other than when I tell you this word, adrenochrome, has everything to do. With you start talking about capturing the energy. Uh, what they do, the pedophiles capture. And whether you believe it or not, it's, it's inconsequential. Uh, you can call it theoretical, you can call it based in fact, but I can tell you this, it's all about capturing the fear, and they use that fear to feed them, uh, the likes of Ellen DeGeneres, if you've seen her retiring after 19 years. Um, you know, you've seen Alex Jones talk about that. Adrenochrome is what keeps Hollywood and the elite very young, and I'll leave it at that. So, Dictionary Dave, I got you. I nailed you, and you don't know what adrenochrome is, so you'll spend the rest of the night looking up at that. What do you have to say? Yeah. Thanks for coming into the Kiva. Go ahead. Uh, I'm actually uh, flipping the pages of the dictionary at the moment, and I can put that aside because the interesting thing that um, Dow 3000 was mentioning, all the seals, all the epoxies, all that other stuff that go into all those spaceships, it almost seems as though because they are of deteriorable uh, materials, they, okay, you want to be on this flight, okay, we'll build that plane, and we got about 30 other people that want to go on that plane. Because the stuff, once they get back, they got this is some of a whole dang thing anyway. And it was like, okay, let's take the, uh, the blink hangers over and test it, and let's turn it into a part shop. Unfortunately, they tore the other one down. Then they could have actually had ferry service up to space at a Tustin Air Station. Because the stuff is basically consumable materials that only has a one-time use. Once it comes back, okay, we got to disassemble it. Okay, did we over-engineer our aircraft? Yes, you certainly did. That's why the plane ticket is $2 million. And this other one is 250000 because they made it a lot simpler. Like back in the day. You could take a piece of uh, a DC-3 off and put it on a C-47 because essentially they were the same thing. You just had to do the metal test. Is that made out of magnesium or is that made out of aluminum? Oh, okay. Well, a, lot of, a lot of nerding out today this afternoon, Dowd. Uh, Dowd will be uh, pummeling through the uh, final throws of uh, test gods and... Uh, Dave will be subscribing to that. Hey, Dave, do yourself a favor uh, and uh, delve into the world of adrenochrome, okay? We'll look into it. Thank you, gentlemen. All right. Uh, see if you find that word in the dictionary. Uh, Dowd, uh, for the reference, can you find the word adrenochrome in the dictionary? Uh, I have it at Wikipedia, actually, a chemical compound. Uh, it's got the molecular formula uh, produced by the oxidization of adrenaline, epinephrine, uh, the derivative uh, carbazochrome is a hemostatic medication. Despite a similarity in chemical names, it is unrelated to chromium. Uh, rather, the chrome suffix indicates a relationship to color as pure adrenochrome is deep violet. Apparently, some of our Aldous Huxley, Anthony Burgess, Hunter Thompson, some of those guys who like to live on the edge, you know, in the 50s and 60s were very, very... Hunter S. Thompson, uh, the Fear and Loathing Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. The one place uh, where it's actually explicitly stated in a movie, uh, as well as in a book that he wrote. Mm -hmm. Uh, Aldous Huxley mentioned the discovery of this and the alleged effects, which he likened to the symptoms of mescaline intoxication, 
Uh, Anthony Burgess uh, mentioned it in his uh, famous novel, A Clockwork Origin. Uh, A Clockwork Orange. Orange. The protagonist and his friends are drinking uh, a drug-laced milk that had the adrenochrome in it. So, uh, and of course, there's also this is Wikipedia saying that adrenochrome is a uh, PizzaGate, QAnon conspiracy nutty kind of Uh, thing. Of course, they have to go ahead and go in that direction. Sure, Um, but. The other thing that's uh, really important is uh, some of the work that has uh, been uh, pushed out uh, on the world justice. Uh, I, I can't think of the guy's name right offhand. Uh, it's escaping me, but I will definitely get that back out um, next week. We should talk about that. And, you know, I think what Dave is doing and what I'm able to dovetail, I think, quite uniquely into this story is we have just spent the last two and a half hours more or less, because we focused on uh, Murder Mike, and and um, I started out with the number of murders here on the year, uh, the the show there. But uh, and great uh, job out there at uh, Monty Cigar Shop. But we have just, I think, touched upon, and we're going to do more so on Monday uh, yet again. Uh, Bill Gates. Bill Gates is a bit of a strange guy. Very strange. And there's some interesting things about Paul Allen as well, and uh, we've talked about pedophilia. Uh, and now I think we can, you know, start to talk about, you know, the connections between Jeffrey Epstein. We knew that uh, Jeffrey Epstein was a pedophile. Pedophile. Uh, we know that many people in uh, politics in D.C., in Hollywood, in Los Angeles, and then of course we talk about, uh, you know, the power structure of Wall Street and how people are ensnared and blackmailed, which is exactly what happened in the Ponzi scheme, right, with uh, what happened uh, with the people who were involved with Bernie Madoff, uh, uh, Jeffrey Epstein. You could not walk and talk uh, to Jeffrey Epstein unless you were willing to give him $22 million. He filmed you, videotaped you, brought these, uh, and ensnared you in, into his uh, world. But I think there's something to this in terms of the uh, pedophilia Maybe that would also include the the likes of uh, the people that we have spoken to earlier today. Dowd, uh, uh, well, I think I you're shaking you, your head knowingly. Well, I, it just reminded me of something earlier this week. Uh, I do listen to the Adam Carolla podcast in the morning, and he said, Melinda, you can't be compelled to testify against your husband, but if you divorce your husband, I guess you're sort of free and clear. Yeah. And you know, he was kind of flow. He was speculating. He wasn't saying he knew anything, but he was saying he was speculating. Does she want to get out ahead of this? And maybe she knows things that are inconvenient no for her husband. <laughs> yeah. If anybody would have carnal knowledge of uh, William Gates III, uh, it would certainly be... I mean, they've been married since Gates. the 90s. That's not a short time. You know, yeah. what, over two decades now. Powerful show there, Dowd. I think uh, we had a good time. And we finished strong on a Friday. I think we did, and uh, we'll do this again uh, here on a Monday afternoon. Thanks, everybody, for listening on AM600 KIVA, abq.fm, rockoftalk.com. Don't forget to subscribe to all of the uh, chatting about with uh, Dowd at rockoftalk.chat. Thanks for listening. On the corner of Main Street, just trying to keep it in.